think you go to jail, Roger? She's 15, Roger! Hello and welcome to episode 20 of Christie's Third Nipple, a podcast as unnecessary as that friend's reunion was until the Matt LeBlanc meme made an appearance. <laughs> My name's Kieran and I'm joined as ever by Dan. Hello. And Tarek. Yo, yo, yo. And in this episode, we'll give recommendations from what we've been watching over the last two weeks. Dan and I go head to head, Dawn in 60 seconds, before we discuss Teddy's choice of Beautiful Boy starring Steve Carell. First though, if you hear some background noise or the sound of pints being pulled, that's because we've left our spiritual home for the last time and we've uh, rocked up in the, <laughs> the nearest public and find. <laughs> our new spiritual home. Our new spiritual home. Whoop, <laughs> <laughs> whoop. Hell yeah, let's go. How you doing? Ah, pretty right. good. Yeah. Long weekend. Coming to a close, and I was just saying to Darren earlier, I can't even remember what I've done. Yeah. <laughs> I've done a good bit of drinking. I remember yeah. that's why you can't remember it. Ah, so that's kind of hazed up things quite, yeah. quite regularly. Me and Tag were rubbing it in. We had Friday and Monday off, so. Yeah. As opposed to everyone else getting there, just the Monday. So, we treat ourselves well. I've done quite a bit though, like, since the last recording, I've made pizzas with Darren. Mm-hmm. That was really nice. And kind of run raw. Yeah. Ah, that was good, good fun. Until I had to come back down and injured myself. Ah, yeah, I got it. I was yeah. hobbling like a wee girl down, down there. But there was three, there was three sites, and I don't know what was the kind of most impressive and or shocking. But the first one was the guy in the suit. Do you remember that? Oh yeah. So on the way up, we saw this guy just sitting down, taking a break, and he had suit trousers on. Coat, like a proper cagoule type thing. Aye. Um, brogues. And nothing but a bottle of juice. And I was like, you must be like the smartest dressed guy up here. <laughs> he said in this like dead, like softly spoken English accent, I think I've underestimated this. <laughs> it's like you just took the wrong turn. <laughs> he was going away out for yeah, a Sunday yeah. lunch and then yeah. just went, well, oh, I'll just take this route. That looks nice. <laughs> yeah. Just go over this, this wee water. So we overtook him and then on our way down, we saw him come up. Uh-huh. Oh god! Uh, yeah. You still there? But by that time it was like snowing at the top. It was like a really nice day, but obviously the further you get, mm. the kind of its own like microclimate, uh, snowing, and he was still cracking on, like. But it's just like Jesus Christ. And then we saw the mum. Well, right, the yeah, mum. Right, right at the start. Right at the start. But it wasn't until later on that I was kind of oh. most impressed with it. So right at the start, I'm fairly impressed because she was sitting there on her own. And there was a decent wee climate to start Actually, with, and she had bit, like five or six kids around her. That was a and she was just sitting there. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was still quite a, quite a decent oh, effort, and these kids were just wandering about, just like nothing. They're pretty young as well. And the four of us, um, me, Kieran, <laughs> Izzy, and Leah, were breathing out our fucking asses. <laughs> And these kids are skipping about and things like that. Oh, uh, God. Felt like kicking. <laughs> and then we see her later on, again, right, we're past her, we're coming down, and we thought the dad would be doing the heavy lifting. Oh, no. But the mum had a kid in a kind of carry thing, right? Yeah, yeah. And I can't the remember if it was on the back. It was on the back, yeah. It was on the back, yeah. Uh, not only that, she's bloody reciting the Gruffalo, word for word, 
wheel cleaning up. Like, it's yeah. just like, fucking hell. Well, I still yeah. ah. I couldn't help but join in. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but no. Nah, uh. <laughs> they're dead good though. Aye. I kind of put another thing in the perspective, did I? Like, oh, man, kind of the shame, yeah. Mm-hmm. Aye. And then the last thing was the guys with the bikes. Aye. So there was two guys carrying bikes, pushing bikes and carrying them because there's a fence at, that, at some point. So they... Mm. Uh, just to cycle down that so they're kind of putting the bikes all the way up there yeah so the just thing so is like a down. ski like, they, like, right. it's just like of course like skiing yeah but they had to walk up themselves aye, yeah. aye. and I, I don't know just, what, what part of the the, the, the hill that they're cycling down because it's fucking rocky uh, fuck. uh, yeah there's no way they're going to be going down the stairy bit because no. they would be off in seconds so there must be there, must have, there was definitely another route that was kind of more steep so maybe it was that Fuck that. fuck that you do see some videos like that people with a GoPro on their heads and going down and it's Aye. like if they make a but some of them get their, their, their bike like carted or like yeah it's a DIY uh-huh. <laughs> yeah they were just now nah, just take the bike up <laughs> oh, fuck that anyway good luck to them alright uh, oh, that was another window ticked off so yeah almost yeah. in uh Four figures. <laughs> Three figures. <laughs> four, four, sorry. Four, four figures. Four, four, four each figures each for each single digits. <laughs> yeah. So four. four. I've, done, I've done three and four-fifths of a Munro. <laughs> Just a four. Like, <laughs> Didn't quite get to the top of top oh. Nevis. But yes, there to be conquered. Yeah. Well, on Friday, on my day off, I had a um, works night out with... Um, all my colleagues there, some new old, some new and some old, some of them like I haven't actually met before, so some of them will be listening to this podcast actually. So shout out to those that are tuning in. But hello, <laughs> how drunk was he? He said he was very drunk. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell him that. Please okay? let us know. <laughs> don't, don't put that on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> or Twitter. Yeah. yeah, give it to yourselves, right? <laughs> De- no. Definitely don't send a voice message at anchor.fm slash Don't do that. Don't no. do that. Keep the forwards to yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was a lot of fun, actually. Yeah, getting to see everybody, some of them for the first time. So it's kind of symbolic of seeing the other night, like hopefully the latter side of all this lockdown and stuff like that. So yeah, we've definitely seen the tail end of it. Hopefully. Yeah. Got plenty up and coming as well. Stag do's and weddings and so on. So, yeah. No, all the ones have got pushed back and all going to happen quick fire, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, so with the end of a lot of the restrictions, um, we've got some happy and sad, no- sad news. Izzy's mum is going to be flying back to Poland tomorrow. Oh. There goes our content. Uh, yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that's the vast majority of my walls. Yeah, there's the right there. So, um, it's been a good run. Yeah. <laughs> she's, she's kept me fairly entertained, <laughs> to say the least. Um, but she can't wait to get back, and we don't want to see her go, but in the same instance, we can't wait for her to go. Because <laughs> living with your mother in law for almost nine months just shouldn't have been done aye aye needs most of the time yeah so um, before I left the house this evening um, Izzy took my um, Izzy her mum upstairs and recorded something on my phone but I don't know what it is so I'm going to play it just now for the first time and we'll see what kind of spiel we're getting hi time to go to go back home for me Scotland is beautiful. Thank you 
all listeners. Come on, Scotland. <laughs> so, so I think that's a wee bit um, we were on uh, Scotland, England because we were talking about that. So I kept because I was getting the girls to shout, "Come on, England! Come on, Scotland! Come on, Scotland!" And that's that. I'll um, clip that to the last uh, couple of seconds, and we'll put that in our group chat because we've got a mate who's English and he's up here living up here married up here and he's coming out with us to watch the Scotland again. and he keeps posting all these fucking memes and like real Britannia stuff and <laughs> Oh, just he's, he's, in he's, oh, he doesn't he doesn't waste an opportunity to yeah. get the oh, definitely. and uh, so <laughs> That little come on, Scotland. Uh, that would be pretty cool. And I've got another one, so I don't know what this is. Right. As well. Kike, give me back my five eggs. <laughs> <laughs> right. You're so sensational. Can't believe that. <laughs> right. So. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'll explain that. Um, like, must be about a month ago now. Honestly, Christ. Every morning, um, as his mum will have one egg for her um, breakfast, and then every night I'll maybe have a couple of eggs, uh, just boiled eggs, and as he'll probably have a couple because we're doing this keto diet thing, and his eggs are always good to munch on in the morning, um, and. This morning, she knew we were going. I think it was actually when we were going up the Monroe. Right. Um, she knew we were going away the following day, and she likes to make a, what's called a sawatka. So it's a Polish um, salad. It's almost like it's a wee bit of like coleslaw, but not if you can call it coleslaw. Is it what you heard? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Right, yeah, that. yeah. Um, so she cooked off quite a lot of eggs. Five. <laughs> 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 and, and she left them. And she cooks off the ties as well and she gets them cooled down she put them outside and I was away doing the school run came back doing my usual bits and bobs and she came upstairs and said where's my eggs <laughs> I was like, where the fuck's your eggs? <laughs> she, and she was like, no, you've ate, you've ate them. If you've ate them, I'll cook more. I was like, I've not ate them, I've not touched them. So for about an hour, <laughs> I was searching this house looking for these fucking eggs. And she just kept saying, not for your podcast. This is not, <laughs> this is not funny. I want my eggs. <laughs> 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 and every, every couple of days or so, she'll keep asking. She'll turn on and just say, "Where's my eggs?" <laughs> I was like, "Honestly, no touch them. No idea was it was." I was like, "You must, you must." To this day, To this day, I don't know where they went. Um, she's got. The, they were in a dish. They were in like a Christmas dish, and she says, "Because I remember seeing them that day, and then going away up the stairs, and then coming back." And she was asking where they were. I was adamant. I was like, you must have ate them. You must have ate them, because I have no ate them. Mm-hmm. Not for a fact that they didn't eat eggs that day. Um, but yeah, no idea what's happening. I can't have eggs. Oh, I definitely. Yes. <laughs> I'm, a three, uh, I'm a three egg a day, maybe. <laughs> five, that's, that's excessive. Uh, excessive eggage. <laughs> so I still, no idea. Don't know where the plate's gone. Don't know. 
where these eggs have gone. And she thinks that I'm aware to say, oh yeah, I ate them on this. On this but yeah. I definitely did not. <laughs> and I think she's at it. <laughs> I love how she's holding this grudge against you as well. Oh, definitely. It's like, Derek, where are my eggs? <laughs> Alright, she's left you two messages. One's like, good luck in Scotland and like, I was like, eggs. He's my eggs. I'm saying goodbye. Salad was good as well. It's a hard guy. Right, I'll kick Bye. off with what we've been watching. Uh, I actually watch quite see when there's no football. It's hardly any football. It feels like I'm no catching up with games and watching highlights and shit like that. So watch quite a bit, but the best thing was a film on Prime Video, uh, Queen and Slim. Yeah, know it. See it. Know it. Seen it. Yeah. So Queen uh, is Jodie Turner Smith, who is apparently known for Jet and Night Flyers. I've never recognised them. No familiar at all. And and uh, Slim is. These are not the real names, by the way. In fact, you only find out the real names right at the very end of the film. Mm. But uh, Slim is our man. Dan, Daniel Kaluuya. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so... Um, quite Boss a, Messiah. Quite um, a regular on this podcast now. Oh, Oscar winner, no? That's it, that's it. So, uh, the film starts with they two in a restaurant on a Tinder date. Uh, and after their date, on the way home, I wouldn't say exactly what happens, but shit, it's a fan, and spend the rest of the movie with them on the run, crossing the country, like Bonnie and Clyde style. Aye. Uh, the, the plan is to just get to Cuba get off get, get off <coughs> American landing but escape yeah. to Cuba uh, and obviously we're watching this kind of post George Floyd and all that racial tension and it's there the symbolism's there but I think the film's also good at kind of asking you what kind of legacy do you want to leave behind mm-hmm. do you want to be known for something that's great that's heroic or it means a lot to a lot of people or do you want to be known for something that just means a lot to the people who mean most to you mm. so right. and there's kind of that um, between the two people there's one who's quite happy to be a king well not a king but like somebody that's, that's pop, popular or matter yeah mm. and there's one that's like one that's like well I'm kind of just happy being known by the people who love me and, yeah and mm-hmm. uh, actually I've read somewhere that that's kind of like Martin Luther King and Malcolm X Aye. That's based loosely on they two. Right, got you. On the, the kind of dichotomy as well. Aye. It's a, it's an unapologetically black story told by black creators. The director uh, said uh, this is a film for us and by us. Uh, and Liana Waith, who wrote the screenplay, said not one single note by a white person was taken or given. So it's... That that's it, and yeah, like, and there's criticisms in that because not, not just because they've done that, but in things that I kind of go into because it kind of gives a big massive spoiler away. Mm. Uh, but it's did you like it? Yeah, I, I, I liked it when I watched it. I was, last year, I think I, um, I just popped up on Prime and just thought, yeah, I'll give that a wee bash. Uh, um, I like the I like the whole story. I like the characters. Yeah. I like their relationship and how it was just a Tinder date, and then they're just thrust into this whole. Well, they pretty much got this yeah. each other. Aye, you you are my you're my lifeline, and, and I'm your lifeline. So we need yeah. to. Yeah. Um, I thought that was really good, and I remember reading. Wee bit after that about the how it was all black cast and things like that and that I, 
I see why and get why, but it's still on the opposite side. I shouldn't, shouldn't really be doing that. It should just be everybody in it for themselves, for the best man for the jobs and all that jazz. Oh, okay. But um, I don't mind that. There's enough followers out there. Um, yeah, you can, you can do that. They can make a statement and do that in the public. Yeah, I don't right. think the film kind of like was any worse I, or better for it. I, I'm really, really kind of be annoyed at stuff like that if it was based off another property or like something established. They have like, oh, so these characters are this way for this reason, and then oh. some guy comes in and says, "Well, actually, I'm just gonna make the cast all this for no reason." Yeah, but so if yeah. it's just this movie, it's, 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 it's original. It's original, so it's, original, so it's yeah, so oh. whatever. There's hundreds of movies going to be. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Making no, no, I, I, def, I wouldn't go back and watch it again, I don't think. No. I, I've watched that. I remember enough from the film, yeah, the yeah. kind of takeaways. But no, no. I, I liked it. It was like very stylish, great soundtrack throughout. Mm, really, right. really touching at times, pretty grim at others. Uh, as I said, it's not without its criticisms, but without spoiling something. It's, it's Without going into too much, it was just that. What can you say? Like, black people weren't happy that black people um, have this kind of portrayal or that they need to have this ending all the time. Right, got you. Why couldn't it be the other way? Well, you know, for... Yeah. All right. Um, let's just leave it there because uh, I yeah, think it's, it's, it's a must-watch. Yeah. Like, so look, watch it yourself. Decide for yourself. Let us know what you think. But uh, Amazon Prime, clean and slim. It, gave me, it reminded me a wee bit of Atlanta in the way it was shot, maybe. Mm-hmm. I think it's just it's quite dark and grainy, grainy type of um, camera um, shot. But no, oh, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I might check that out actually. Yeah. My recommendation was um, uh, is Mortal Kombat. So I actually went and saw that in the cinema. Yeah. So wasn't Thursday, but Thursday before. I actually went to the, the audience since the first time since Canon, I think, a month ago. So it's also it's been closed and now it's opened again. And yeah, it was just a lot of fun. I hadn't seen the original movie, but I know that's iconic. And I know a lot of things have taken, added on to the series after that from that movie. So I think this this movie is just like a kind of like a love letter to it as well. So, right. so yeah, uh, it's kind of a bit more to look at the later games and stuff like that so there is a, a tournament but they don't spend like time at the tournament and stuff like that so it's just like people are in the well earth world or earth realm uh, have these kind of birthmarks on them and so that means that they're chosen for the tournament and so um <clears throat> spot the the evil people at the um Oh, I forgot the other world. Uh, so the, uh, the, the evil world are trying to eliminate the people so they can't fight at the tournament. So each year this keeps on happening. <laughs> and so you see this um, this opening bit where it's like um, in Japan in like 1800s or 1600s, something like that, you get this awesome fight because uh, uh, Sub-Zero, who has these powers, is trying to track down Scorpion. But Scorpion does have his powers, and so it comes into this like awesome fight they have there, and so then Scorp that's how Scorpion gets killed, and then he's in like the he lives in hell for like thousands of years, just waiting for his moment to pop in and get revenge. But it kind of simplifies it as well. There's like a main characters kind of like, like a fish out of water, so he has to have things yeah, to explain yeah, to yeah, as well. Yeah. But 
it's a lot, it's a lot of fun, a lot of cool action, and uh, yeah, it's just, it's just pretty good. Like you yeah. see all the characters and stuff. The fight scenes look yeah. amazing from the trailer. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, uh, it was like, there was like a seventeen-minute trailer or something, wasn't it? <laughs> There's the first seventeen minutes of the film. Yeah. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. yeah. Uh, some films are doing that nowadays. The Army of the Dead is doing that. Right. As well. I saw. I, I actually want. To, I haven't seen it yet, but I want to see that. So I'll just okay. discuss that once you're finished. Okay. This. <laughs> no spoilers then, but. Um, um, yeah, it's just awesome, and Kano is absolutely standout as well. So, what about pictures then? Going to see it? Uh, what was that like? Uh, it was actually alright. I booked ahead, so they just kind of waved me through, uh-huh. and so, and like now you make your own ice blast nowadays. So, make your own ice blast. Well, they just give you a cup, and there's like okay, there's the pink one, there's the blue one. So you can make it all pink or all blue if you want, but you can just make yeah. half or half. Spend that day. Are you spaced out when you're sitting down? What's the deal? Um, Damn, you don't do drugs. <laughs> <laughs> um, not really, but I, I just kind of picked the seat that is kind of mid-left in the mid-row, so no one has sat close to me, but I don't think on the website... They might have a, a thing on the website that says, like, there's a buffer or something like that, right, but I don't okay. know what's it. Oh, okay. But, um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Recline their seats and a bunch of snacks and Ooh. watching Peel's heads get hit off and chopped <laughs> off and there's a lot of references to like fatalities into the game finish yeah. yeah and so it's like about Kato rips at somebody's heart and then that's like one of his fatalities from yeah. the game so and yeah it's a pretty cool setup for the sequel as well because uh, the main guy's like oh I've got to go to Hollywood and he's like oh what and so on because what are you going to Hollywood for and I'm in the back of my head like oh my god it's Johnny Cage they're going to go get Johnny Cage in the sequel <laughs> I see the poster it's like Johnny Cage right, so right. Um, his head's not the only you'd see like his belt this is Johnny Cage so they could be casting anybody so oh okay. yeah I've so, not done that yet yeah. no but it looks awesome so hopefully this movie gets enough backing to I right. yeah. I've not I've not seen any reviews of it. Um, mm. I've heard one other person go, go on about it and they weren't overly impressed with it. Yeah. it um, it's fairly straightforward. Like, right. it's, not, it's not what you want. It's just you're you're going for a a computer game movie. Yeah, you know what you're going to get. I think some computer game movies try to do too much, like they try to explain everything. But this one was just like, okay, there's a tournament. Here's the good guys. Here's the bad guys. Uh, like, <laughs> crap at each other. Uh, remember the first computer game movie, and I thought it was epic. <laughs> Must have just been my age. But remember Super Mario Brothers, the movie with Bob Hopkins. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. I mean, I, I, I've no, I've never, I'm never going to go back and watch that again because that I know one with that was in the tiny little head. Aye, <laughs> I just think that was awesome. <laughs> Me and my cousin Nicola, we used to watch it every time she came around to my house, and we'd have it on repeat. Who was Luigi? Um, oh, uh, the boy from True Romance, uh, John. No, it's an Italian actor. He's been in quite a lot of okay. decent uh, films. Oh, Christ. Nah. Move on. Yeah, move on. <laughs> right, so, you... Cool what that does. And so, yeah, big recommend for Mortal Kombat. Probably see it in the cinemas if you try to support it. Cool, cool. Yeah. So, I'm going to talk about, like, what Daz mentioned, Army of the Dead. So, it's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um... So I recommend you don't watch this. <laughs> really? <laughs> it's well, I'm not sure. I'm, I've went back and forth on this a couple of times. Um, right, so it's dead basic. 
it's just, the concept is dead easy. Mercenaries get hired to um, go into Las Vegas. Las Vegas has just had a zombie outbreak, or what you th- believe to be a zombie outbreak. Well, because, and yeah, so it's a something something escapes from Area Fifty One, and it looks like a zombie boy starts killing people. Las Vegas gets taken over, and it gets um, quarantined, and then a, some millionaire who's got all the money in a safe wants to get these mercenaries to go in, go inside the quarantine zone, get his two hundred million out, give them a quarter of it. And then that's it. Um, Dave Bautista is the big hard man, and the guy from Power, Christ, I remember the bad guy from Power, he's in it. And then just all the other we non. Aye. No, no. Well, they're known, but they're pretty crap. There's nobody that stands out in this film. Zack Snyder made it. Zack Snyder yeah. made it. And that's what made me think, this is going to be fucking shit hot. This, is, <laughs> this has got a lot of gravitas, I think. Snyder, straight off the back of his epic Justice League three-hour, four-hour marathon. We got to watch um, that then. <laughs> Four-hour Snyder. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Um, I'd rather watch Gods of Snigger. <laughs> Yeah, there's plenty zombie movies. Right? I've never been a big zombie movie fan at the best yeah. of times. Right? My favourite zombie movie is probably 28 Days Later. Um, I think that's up there with that's the best. Probably, that's probably mine as well. Uh-huh. Mine's probably Shaun of the Dead. Shaun of the Dead? Well, I'd put that as comedy though. It is a zombie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ah, it's, it's a zombie. It's a zombie. It's well. other ones as well, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Right. It's, it's not you, be in that bracket. Yeah. You're expecting big, decent zombie kills. Yeah. Kind of zombie land style. Give them 10 out of 10s for different ways of killing them. Is um, there's, there's a couple. Nothing right. nothing yeah. great. They're, the guy from Power. Oh, Christ, I can't remember his name. Have you seen Tony? Um, uh, no, I've heard good things though. Ah, it's good. Right. Omar Hardwell. He's um, he's one of the mercenaries, and when they go into retirement, they hide all their guns and ammo and stuff like that in the ground. This is all within the first fifteen, mm. so I'm not spoiling it too much for you, Daz. Oh, I get it. Like they're all kind uh, of outcasts before yeah. they're brought in for these uh, big missions. Any movie ever. Really. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Any heist movie ever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you got to get the team. So this yeah. is this is essentially a zombie heist movie as uh, well yeah, because yeah. they've got the team and then they're going to go in and get this money and stuff like that. And there's a wee twist kicking about in there, which you see a mile. Um, and yeah, he's hidden this big, um, like steel cutter type um, thing. This, this massive machine. It's like that he's bringing the safes and stuff. Well, no, it's not even for bringing the safes. You see at the start that they they helped to get the zombies out. They helped get people uh, Las Vegas when it was getting um, uh-huh. closed down, and he was one of them. And he was using this big, uh, big saw thing to kill them. And then you never see him using it. <laughs> there's like there's like this big massive thing about it. It's like, oh, well, what the fuck? What's Aye. the point in carting that shit out of it? <laughs> oh, I was so. Uh, you wanted to see some. Aye, zombie some flesh. I wanted to see some zombie flesh. Um, Batista, you could have put if you put the rock in there, you might have might have pulled might have got me a wee bit extra point on this film, Aye. but. Nah, there was just the acting wasn't the greatest. The, the scenery and stuff like that—it's two and a half hours. That's about to say, two like, and a half hours. You expect a lot from a two and a half hours side of film. Be over two hours, but I was, I was, I was thinking, okay, it's two hours. Okay, yeah, you've got to have 
maybe like 15, half, half an hour, you send it up. Then you got to think, what are you going to do for the rest of this two hours? you got to do something cool. And then from what you're saying, there's like nothing cool in it. No, there's, there's no, they've got the tiger, um, which they've kind yeah, of used as their that, advertising, the zombie tiger. The trailer, right? Oh, exactly. And they have the Vegas tigers and stuff like that. Right. So, right, so, yeah, so taking off zombified the, the, the tigers in Vegas, right? So, yeah, you, you get like. Right. Just think what you do. There's some like tattoo guy wandering about zombie tattoo guy. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a, a, a zombie Elvis. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, there's, trailer, yeah. there's plot holes throughout it. Um, there was, no, there was, like you're saying, though, right? The, the plot holes act in. You, you kind of put up with all that shit. That's those good kills. I, yeah. yeah. But if you say there's not even that. I, I wasn't expecting a fucking uh, masterpiece. A masterpiece here. I, was, I, I knew that I was sitting down watching a zombie film. It's just going to be a shoot em up, just kind of gives a wee bit of that. Um, but nah. I, even with that, even with a low expectation of uh, film, mm-hmm. uh, no, I, it was recommended to me by laugh. Graham Sharp. Oh, and Jesus! Christ. <laughs> <laughs> he called out. I called him did, right did he, say, did he say whether he thinks it's good or did he say he's classic? Like, just watch it. No, he he just, was he was slating it, just, and I, oh, I was I was going on the offence of it. Okay, oh, no, okay. I was fine. It was fine. Just letting him just play it out. I said to him to come on and yeah. um, talk about it, but he shy so. <laughs> <laughs> but, See, um, it's funny because they talk about video game movies. That sounds the premise sounds like it would be a better video game than it would be a movie. Yeah, ah, oh, definitely. Yeah, but mean, then video the game, you you'll, loads of cool kills. you'll probably you'll probably okay. get that video game as like a, a PG video game because there's yeah. no fucking not many kills. Uh, <laughs> well, there's a boss level you're fighting a tiger. Oh well, yeah, yeah. the the top end zombie and stuff like that. They were. Nah, there's, there's, I don't want to spoil any of it for you. <laughs> <laughs> I, think I think you've done a good job with that last 10 minutes. Yeah. I don't know, I feel like it'd be principal stuff like it. <laughs> yeah. the, actually, the one character that I did like, um, there's the guy who, for the heist, he, they need a safe guy. Yeah. And he's quite a quirky type guy. You don't, you don't really you've not really seen guy, ah, yeah. you've not really seen that type of, that type of character kicking about and just a couple of these lines that he's done done quite well um, so yeah that was probably the best of that film <laughs> so, <laughs> two and a half okay. hours better the commentary recommendation <laughs> next time hopefully so uh, watch Mortal Kombat <laughs> <laughs> right on that note we'll come back with Dawn in 60 Seconds back ladies and gentlemen and I hope you're ready the tensions should be high it's father versus son in this week's dawn in 60 seconds <laughs> so um, I've just been informed from Kieran that the uh, Twitter poll came in unanimously in the favour of the great one Tarek Brady wins <laughs> yet again so yep I will be the judge of this dawn. A double strikeout for Minority Report. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, you put up a battle. <laughs> I think people vote with their, their hearts over their heads. Yep, my, uh, all my, what they called, bots <laughs> got, got brought into it and uh, made me win, so happy days. So I'll, I'll claim the, the belt this I week. I listened to it back, you never mentioned what the film was called. 
He said they had an excellent time doing it. Oh, I had something like that. Half of his argument was just saying your quote really loud. Like, excellent. <laughs> That's all you need to do in '69, dude. <laughs> Even now, till the day. To this day, whenever I say 69, I always hear 69, dude, in, my back, in the back of my head. It's weird because if you do, anytime you watch films and you hear a quote throughout your life, you'll say them things in your head mm-hmm. the way yeah. they've been said. Uh, and Bill and Ted, that rings true with a lot of them. Like. So, this week's, po- this week's Don is Best Father and Son Movies. So, um, how are we going to do this, gentlemen? Um, who's wanting to go first? I uh, should say, sorry, this is based on the film later on, um, which is called Beautiful Boy. Kind of father-son relationship thing, so it's the theme of that. And, um, I don't know, I'm happy for so you to pick who you want to go first or not. I'll do rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> rock, paper, scissors. Oh, right. oh, right. oh, right. oh, you call right. it. Right. Oh, Yes. Right, there we go. Right, that's that's Bam's rock, rock beats my scissors. Yes. <laughs> Great podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, we'll figure out a better way of doing that at some point in this <laughs> <laughs> lifetime. Uh, timer. Oh. oh, yeah. Yeah, I was just going to count it in my head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd be surprised if we can count this Well done, Dan. <laughs> right. Just uh, give me a wee nod when you're ready. You can you can come. Oh, actually, yeah, yeah. Right, right. you ready? Get yes. Wim Hof breathing techniques on the go. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Right. Three, two, two and a half. Explain <laughs> <laughs> the wrong way. One and a half, even. One, go. The best choice for a father and son movie in my book is called The Pursuit of Happiness. Inspired by the true story of Chris Garner and his son, he is a father struggling to make ends meet while providing for his five-year-old son, who means the absolute world to him. Will Smith plays this role to perfection by balancing the responsibilities of being a father, the lessons he has to teach his son throughout the film, and the hard work that it takes just to get by. Played by a real father and son, the bond they have uh, transcends the screen and fills the audience's hearts. Most of the movie is the dad and son duo shown their love uh, for each other even through the most difficult of times and displaying the sacrifices Chris makes for them both to survive. The film wears his heart on its sleeve, it doesn't shy away from the ups and downs of being a dad and it shows how important that the relationship is to those two characters. It's heartwarming, inspiring and tugs down on the heartstrings and that's why it deserves to be known as the best. Okay, five seconds, I was never yeah, five seconds, yeah. it's weird. <laughs> You're grounded! <laughs> <laughs> right, five second five seconds. That's why you don't win. Something that Tarek said to his own son. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was yeah. a good <laughs> Oh, definitely. Oh, I like that. Oh, that was good. Oh, that was, well. was very good. That was a very I'll, good argument. crafted argument. Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't think this is going to last anywhere near a minute. Now looking at it. I'll just say it slowly. Right. Right. You ready? I'm ready. Three. Two, one, go. My choice of film contains everything you need in a father-son movie. The father who is revered in the community as a respected leader and a young son who struggles to live up to his expectations. Unlike other movies, though, this one has Vikings and dragons and Gerard Butler. How to Train Your Dragon follows Hiccup, 
young Viking boy who befriends a dragon he names Toothless. Not just any dragon though, the one most feared by his village and a long adversary of his own father's. Not the dragon slayer he was hoped to be, Hiccup uses his skill and inventiveness to forge a relationship with the dragon, turn a feared enemy into an ally and save his village from disaster all at the cost of his left leg. How to Train Your Dragon is a coming of age story that teaches you that you don't have to be perfect to gain the respect of your elders. I can now have 10 seconds to go. <laughs> Dad, why are you so bald? <laughs> <laughs> Right, yes. that was a that was a good, good one. I didn't yeah. see where you were going with that. I was thinking, yeah. but we're dragons. What the <laughs> fuck? Weird because you told me like it was again the hint to stay away from each other's one day. So it's it's animated. Animated. Did you think I was going to go Lion King? I thought, I thought Finding Nemo. Oh. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why putting that line of the movies them two together all the time. Yeah. I thought mm. you Lion King and the whole movies then two. Uh, uh, Finding Nemo. Nemo. The whole point. Yeah, that's, that's, that's good. Yeah. That's good. I didn't even thought about that. So I'm trying to counter your non-existent argument. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. So for me, um, Hot Dring Your Dragon has got the father and son concept going through it. Not as much as Pursuit of Happiness, Fair definitely. Point. Pursuit of Happiness, that is just... I mean, he gets his own son to play his son in the movie. Um, you can't get more Will Smith than that, could you? Just keeps the money and in the family. Uh, uh, yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely. Um, so, yeah, for me, I would have to be darn on this one, even though he was uh, cheeking me at the start. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll, we'll I think a heavy hitter this time. Aye. Uh, oh, I have no qualms with that. Like, uh, yeah. Better film, better argument. Uh, so we'll try and get a poll up on Facebook. We believe that we can do that, and we'll definitely get a poll up on Twitter. So let's kind of hear your, if you I, want, if you want to chuck your own argument, your own film in there as well. Yeah. Be, be willing to um, hear them. If you've got a minute to say it, you can put it on. What's it? Anchor. You can post a video, a voice a message. Voice message at Anchor. Yeah. So you can put your. Or even just a paragraph in a Facebook comment or can read it out next time, maybe. Or you can just take a second and vote in the poll. Yeah. <laughs> All up to you. But yeah. Yeah, yeah that was good. That. And Darren's then going to pick the, the next film up the bag later on. Oof. What can okay. it be? What can it be? Yeah, in your oh, choice, what? you can add more to the films later on. And remember, and like, and share, and do all you can to promote Crusty Star Nipple. We've got a nice cult following at the moment. Let's let's expand on that. Let's yeah, uh, let's get the popularity. It's, it's out probably there. a good thing to say that we um, hit a wee milestone since our last one. We um, have passed a thousand yeah. downloads, plays, listens, yeah. whatever, whatever you want to say. So, thanks, bot. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> thank you to everyone out there supporting all of us yeah. Aye, definitely because like, we enjoy doing them so it's good to see that other people are enjoying it as well mm-hmm. okay so let's move on then to Beautiful, beautiful Boy, boy. starring Steve Carell So Bella heard they were done in 60 seconds for the father and son one and decided that she wanted to give her Tuppence Worth in. So here she goes. Three, two, one. Off to you. Elf is a great movie with good directors, great actors and it's a good one to watch with your family. Elf is a great father and son movie because it's all based around an adopted elf who tries to find his biological father but his dad doesn't want anything to do with him. 
As he as the movie goes on, Buddy's dad and his family start warming up to him. And at the end of the movie, they eventually treat Buddy like he was always a part of their family. The main characters in the movie were Will Feller. Will Ferrell as Buddy, Zoe Deschanel as Jovi, James Caan as Walter, and Bob Newhart as Papa Elf. That's why I think Elf is a good father and son movie. Back to you. Nicely spoken and read, so I think I might get Bella to read my next dawn in 60 seconds. <laughs> Over to you guys. Welcome back. We weren't gone for long. <laughs> so, we are about to discuss the film A Beautiful Boy. So, Anakin, Luke, Marlon, Nemo, Professor Jones, Indy, Mufasa, Simba, and then we have David and Nick. We forgot Stoic and Hiccup. Oh, Stoic and Hiccup. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Chris, um, Chris Jr. I think he's doing this. <laughs> <laughs> well, and Jaden. <laughs> um, so, Beautiful Boy was released on the 18th of January 2019. So, the UK. We'll go UK box office first. Um, it's not. None of these films are something I've seen. Right, the UK or the US one. Right? I don't think you'll get. 2019. 2019. I think this was only on the top spot for one week. Yeah, it's a old comedy duo. A very, very old co- the, the original comedy duo. Oh, um, oh, um, oh, fucking hell, Laurel and Hardy. Laurel and Hardy, yeah, yeah. but yeah, it was called Stan and Ollie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I can't even remember who it was that was playing them as well. It was that. Uh, that's went right in my head. I want to say Coogan. Uh, yeah, I think, it was, I think it was Steve Coogan and... and is it John Lee, is that his name? Maybe... Uh, the guy who's... Um, Will Ferrell's partner in Crane quite a lot. Does he not have... Mm, oh, yeah. John C. Reilly. John C. Reilly, that's John right. C. Reilly. John Lee. Oh, I hate that bit when you feel something that has to pop you. I hate that as well, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. It's the worst thing going. John C. Reilly. Yeah, yeah, Coogan. Yeah. Um, not even seen either, but yeah. Could be decent. Nice. But, yeah. It's kind of metal clash, doesn't it? Please don't recommend that to us. The US it's one. Stuck to the bottom of the bag. I've uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> never hailed <laughs> Just now. <laughs> Keep them coming still. <laughs> and, right, the US uh, number one uh-huh. was The Upside. So, The Upside... Because of me doing the research on this, I just started watching it today. Right? Only because of the lineup that I seen. Right? Oh, okay. So, so the lineup. Wait, of, you, you watched this film. Just I've, for this I've bit just, just no, <laughs> no, just for this bit. But as, as for this bit, I was like, the upside. What the fuck is that? So I had I done a quick look on IMDb, and I was like, who's starring in this? So it's Kevin Hart, mm-hmm. Brian Cranston, and Nicole Kidman. Okay. I was thinking. Why, what kind of movie could you put those three actors in? I need to see. I need to see what the what the fuck this is all about. Right, because Kevin Hart can he do serious? Because Brian Cranston can only do Brian Cranston. Uh-huh. Like, no, well, not, not just Malcolm that. in the Middle. Is he in that? Is he? Oh, yeah, yeah, he's, he's the dad. Is he? No, oh, he's that's, brilliant. That's, 
Okay. Like, so, so, that, so that was so, that, so I'm only halfway through mm-hmm. because I just started watching it today. You see how much time time goes on his hands. Oh, exactly. <laughs> oh, let's just watch a film today. That's, that's, why I, that's why I said I need another jobby today <laughs> because I didn't have all, enough time to watch this film. <laughs> and that's the only bit of time that you get to watch films when you've got four kids. And that's what we've talked about off the air. So it's, um, it's basically... Brian Cranston, he's disabled. He's needing someone to um, be his kind of, not servant, but he's home help type thing. And Kevin Hart, he's looking for a job. He's a bit kind of ghetto-ish. Cranston's just looking for somebody he can just um, tell tell what to do. He doesn't want, he's, doesn't want the DNR. Yeah, do not resist it, aye. Um, right, yeah. and Nicole Kidman's his secretary Okay. so I've got up to when he's got the job and it's a, it's a wee bit comedy-ish and, but I'm still I'm not sure if it's meant to be serious or if they're just playing on it looks like Cranston's laughing there in the kind of you know the poster aye I'm so, guessing just from what you told me like he finds the upside of life again because Kevin Hart's it feels It feels a bit like that. Like, um, oh, what was the one where he was blind? Scent of a Woman, Al Pacino, mm-hmm. where he's a blind guy and he gets a young boy to help him. And then there's the kind of the camaraderie that they have. And it feels a bit like that. Um, but I'll tell you how, how it finishes next week. Intrigued. Yep. Um, the, and the number one song was Post Malone Sunflower. Yeah, yeah, that's in Spider Verse. Yeah, that's exactly what I've got. The, the, as soon as I heard it, I was just like, oh, yeah, that's Spider Verse song. It's no Post Malone. Didn't know he did that. But, uh, so that's, that's where we were sitting it on the 18th of January 2019. Good. So, everybody watched this film for the first time? Yeah, yes. yeah. I've, I haven't even heard of it before, uh-huh. before Teddy um, recommended it. So, no, I don't know what to... I mean, and then you read, like, the first thing. It's a film based on two books. So, mm-hmm. it's a true story. Um, father wrote a book about his son being addicted to meth and yeah. how the struggle through it. And the son also wrote a book about his experience during the same thing. So, uh, these two books brought together and the film is the result of that. Uh, it's a good way of doing it. I think so. It's definitely so. You can definitely see that throughout the movie that you've got both sides, both ma- yeah, both. Because uh, some of these things are like one-sided. Sometimes it's the parents who are portrayed to be kind of pushy mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. overpowering uh, or controlling, or sometimes it's the the, the addict who's oh, portrayed yeah. to be just a waste of space with no like feelings or not really a good sense of what they're going through. Just. The damage they're causing, Aye. but this kind of does both. As soon as I kind of read the first wee, but I didn't watch any trailers of that. I just kind of thought this is going to be a heavy fucking movie, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got to, you've got to be in the right mindset of watching this. I'm not watching this while doing the job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, start crying. <laughs> yeah, well, some of mine's there. <laughs> <laughs> If you <laughs> should see Darren's face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, one of the few trivia I have actually here is saying the editing of the film took seven months in total, during of which the movie was 
completely recut multiple times. Oh. Really? Which comes across as surprising when you watch it because it's very well synergized, I think. Do you think? I, I think, because just like you said, it's like the half of what mm. dad is going through and half of what the kid's going through. It could have like, just been easily... Does it tell you, does it tell you, like, why or what, what, what well, was it, called? Like, what's changed? Uh, uh, initially, Nico Lunin, uh, the director's Olympic collaborator, was not involved in the project. However, when he came on, he started, like... Um, he started reconstructing the film, so right. mm. so he brought his like one of his mates along with him, and they started uh-huh. restructuring right. the film. But I think it's the thing is as well. I don't think it is. You see some films, you know exactly when the reshoots happen, and uh-huh. it really falls apart. But I think it has a really good balance in the film. So whatever they did, how long they took it was reshot, well recut, so re-edited yeah. So that's the thing that was annoying me even from the start first half an hour I was thinking like where's the timeline the back and forwardness of it yeah 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 I wasn't sure if we were actually going back to when he was in college or before he was starting taking the drugs or what mm. there was a, it didn't feel that it was, was it constantly clear, going it wasn't yeah. clear what was a cutaway and what was just the next thing that happened yeah and but then when it, came, when it finishes you're like so that was just all in the same normal timeline yeah there was no kind of cutbacks I, I think it works which, well at times uh, was it like for instance there's a, there's a scene where uh, we asked people on social media what they thought about the film and Terry actually got in touch and he said it was a great scene when uh, Hara Gold is playing and that's where Steve Carell's character um, is taking down the no it's when, he's, it's when he gets married so David mm-hmm. gets oh, married right. to Carl and then you, so that song's playing but it's also cut with Nick being uh, driving in the car, kind of around the valley, mm-hmm. winding his mm-hmm. hair, sticking his head at the window, kind of being a bit free there. Oh, and aye. then you've also got, even before, so then during the wedding, he's like a really small boy. Yeah. You, you've got that, it's sort of happy times for mm-hmm. the whole yeah. thing. Uh, I, I liked it. Cause that worked well, but it was dead yeah. obvious that that was a, a different period. They'd just been mashing together. Uh, I, yeah. I sort of agree with you, Tarek, is because um, the repetitive nature of an addict kind of relapsing, yeah. getting clean, going through rehab, having a little downs and ups, then that happens anyway. And then when you're doing that, like, oh, this was the one that happened two years ago when I had to go and find him, but then this yeah. is now... Uh, uh, well, com- it was uh, when they were saying, oh, he, uh, he never went to college. And then, because I, I wrote him the notes, he was like, oh, I couldn't go, to, didn't want to go to college to start with. And then he was at college. I was thinking, well, oh, hold on, what the fuck did I write that down right? Yeah. Um, and then I was thinking, was that just a wee kind of, and then he said, yeah. after his first real, well, he's uh, Yeah, I think, I think, clean. well, um, for that one, with the, with the, the wedding scene, with the young, I think that does a really well good done scene, because even though it's a younger actor, uh, I think one of the lines is like, because uh, it's a son from a previous relationship, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. The, the new, well, the new wife doesn't, it was not her mum. And so I think that one of the vows is like, oh, do you take my son as well with me? Yeah, and, uh, yeah. and so yeah. it's like, okay, so it's, it shows that the mum, oh, the, the new mum, the new wife has a commitment to the son as well. So mm-hmm. I think that it was just kind of portraying that. So, and then when it gets testy for them later on, it's, you, you see that. So, yeah, yeah. I don't, and that other one, I think initially, again, I guess he's had to have to fill some gaps in, but I think initially he didn't go to college. And he was a bit yeah. of a loner in his room and stuff like that. He, he was always listening to music I or don't, drawing I don't something. Think, I don't think he, he felt his rehab 
was finished yet. Yeah. He says, mm-hmm. no, I'm quite happy here. Mm-hmm. I want to go to the halfway house. Yeah. But I don't know if that was a little ploy for him to be given more freedom. A little so bit more then, freedom just mm-hmm. to kind of get well, I'm not, I mean, talking originally, like he didn't go to college in the first place because he was a good boy that kind of sat in his room all the time. Uh. And then interspliced that when you think he's back on track and he wants to go to college. So you think, oh, okay, so he's doing better. He's getting his life on track and then he goes to college. And then I said, I said to you, Dad, like, he goes to college like, oh, Dad, what's college like a breeding ground for? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, this is just going to go yeah. oh, tits definitely. up straight away. Yeah, although I did, I, my response to that was like, if you were his roommate, you'd be dead or lucky to get in a meth addict. Yeah. Did you, did you take, a, take a year yeah. out before you came to college? <laughs> no, just a rehab, mate. He's <laughs> just come in and he's wrapped his arm up like, Concerned. Yeah. 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 Ooh. And do you want to know what else I watched since the last podcast that yep. Brad Pitt produced? And Plan B's music video. <laughs> no, I think our yeah. name's just mm. like a no, yeah, yeah. coincidence. Um, Lego Masters USA. Oh, yeah. yeah. Is that on like E4? Uh, that thing where they just design loads of. Yeah, I think a Channel 4 covers, yeah, so the More 4 streaming thing. Or yeah, yeah. Aye. Uh, yeah. I've fell into that. Like, aye. I've, I've, I'm like two episodes in and Poppy likes to sort of watch it mm-hmm. but um, I've seen it I'm like see how like, there's ten teams at the start and so they've got a kind of tank custom so it's easy to digest like, that's the father and son team that's the fucking Aye. whatever team and then that's the team that didn't like each other and then so every time they go speak to them it's like well, you guys are, like argue a lot like well no we're alright <laughs> 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 like, oh there's the guy that, uh, so have you guys made up yet Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, you just argued the box over, did you? He said to me like the nature of it is so they get like fifteen hour builds or something yeah. like that, mm. and so they come over like once every few hours for a little like a little chat. Yeah. But it, the way it's filmed, there's just one right after the other, after the other. So it looks like this guy just never leaves on the road. It's like they're jumping the rims all the time. Wrong, man. You guys had a fight, yeah. Let's come up. Let's come up the heat for uh, uh, Team Four. We'll just <laughs> yeah, <laughs> get the yeah, yeah. heat blaster across there. Yeah. I mean, it's going too well here. Let's yeah. Okay, uh-huh. that, that was that. Crack on. So Brad Pitt's production company is going well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> one thing I want to ask you is about Steve Carell, obviously. Um, well known as a comedian actor, but here he is in a serious role. Do you I, think past I like it, him. past the test? Yeah, yeah. I, I do really like him in serious roles. I've actually, I think the last half a year, watched quite a few serious films and he's, he holds it. Well, which ones? Um, the, um, the campaign one that was uh, discussed on here. Oh, yeah, yeah, you said that, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And there was something else. I think there was a TV. Oh, the the Apple TV, the morning show when he was on it by oh, Jennifer said, Aniston. Oh, is that well. not the campaign thing? Or is that, no, that there's two different ones. Oh, ah, different so the morning the morning show where he's the TV anchor and he's, and he's oh, right. so he's in that and he's he plays the guy who's getting done for sexual harassment of 
one of the younger people on the show mm-hmm. um, and then uh, which sounds com- like a, just a play on Fox News <laughs> fuck yeah oh actually. massively um, and then the campaign where he's just kind of trying to get somebody into a mayoral race and he done fucking superb on that as well and then this nah he's he's pushed himself up there for a brilliant actor there was he's took Kevin Spacey's space anyway there was <laughs> <laughs> I actually read an article that he's going to be making his return. Yes. Because yeah. doing a movie all, about himself was it? <laughs> no, because all the accusers have either retracted their statements or mysteriously wound up dead. So really, yeah, like they, they, they tried to bury it in a lot of articles, but it's all almost like a oh, movie about himself coming, man. <laughs> what is this Pierre thing? One hit by a car or something like that? It's just ridiculous. See, like, given what he put on YouTube, remember that thing? Yeah, yeah. Video so. Well, I'd, I'd be, I wouldn't put a past time if yeah. this was about him getting revenge and killing people. Yeah, but it's a film. <laughs> but knowing what's out there, he yeah. would do that. But see, Fucking everyone knows Kim Spacey for his role in like uh, Seven or like um, oh, what's the other one? House of Cards. Yeah. And so for the YouTube for Christmas Eve, like the past two years, maybe three, he's released on Christmas Eve like these videos. Where he's in slash out of character for his Frank Underwood from House of Cards, mm. and for the first one, it's like, oh, let me be Frank. So he's kind of asking for his job back, but he's trying to be get everything off his chest, and starts because he's killed off off screen on the show because like, they just they just tell you he's dead yeah. in the show, right. and so it switches to his wife, who's just like, nobody cares about it. <laughs> 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 it's like it's, it's, it, House of Cards is about Kevin Spacey. Yeah. Uh, I, I actually gave up the show and started giving up more about his wife because it was just right, like yeah. Yeah. no I mean I fucking love Kevin Spacey as yeah. an actor yeah. I love what he's done but yeah. so American he starts these freaky user, videos user suspects <sighs> just <Yeah>. still he's hilarious in horrible losses yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he is a good actor oh, he's, I, think he's, I think he's fucking brilliant yeah. as an evil guy there's another one where he's the uh, I think it's called 21 it's about the kind oh, of yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Two, two story about the, 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 the students he teaches oh, right. to, to come cards in Vegas. It yeah. was, and there's one where he's. Um, as well. Is it Driven? Drive? Where there's a guy that just listens to music all the time and yeah, yeah, drives yeah. a car then yeah. fast. Yeah. Is, it, is it Drive? I think it's Drive. I think it's a different is one. It? Uh, drives uh, Ryan Gosling. Uh, yeah, Brian no, it's Cranston. no Ryan. He kills him at the end, does he? Kevin Spacey gets killed at the end. He gets like spoiler. Yeah, shit. Sorry. <laughs> I think it's a different film. I don't think Kevin Spacey's in Drive. No, but it? I want to. Say, is it maybe Baby Driver? Baby, Baby Driver. Driver. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. definitely yeah. it. Well, yeah, that's, that's similar. Premise. So I mean, <laughs> yeah. he's he's done plenty of bad guys, and he's playing yeah. bad guy in real life. So I he's fucking bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think his last video is called Allegedly. "Kill Him with <laughs> Kindness," and that's when the, the victim started like. Disappearing or retracting their statements. So, right, hold on. Do we need to start saying allegedly? No, they were hitting allegedly. a thousand. I, I, if, if somebody's killing guns, are we accusing them? Then I'm saying allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> if any of us wind up there, it was because Kevin Spacey cruising the boat with Dundee. So, when people say, like, oh, there's no like Hollywood elite or there's no like kind of creepy powerful people it's like yeah there is there is just <laughs> open your eyes like, Kevin Spacey's got connections and he's killing people that yeah, are accused of just now uh, what's in the box 
<laughs> I want him back on TV, but if can he just like like it's like visitation rights from jail. Like he can come out of jail for like a month to film something and shove him right back in. <laughs> right, oh so back to the movie. Back to the movie. I knew he'd probably slow his face with some things, yeah. Uh-huh. Just no space here. <laughs> uh Timothy Charlemagne, his performance in this. He oh. was previously Oscar nominated for a film Call Me By Your Name. Mm, I've no, heard of no, that. No. Yeah. Uh, he was beaten <laughs> to best actor for oh, I saw it today and it was completely gone in my head, but I think it's it could be the King's Speech. Mm. It could be oh, sorry. Uh, but anyway, yeah. Uh, I, thought, I thought he was good in this. Like, I thought it was terrific. What, who's yeah. he in the King's Speech? No, no, I no, no. they won the Oscar. Oh right, oh, right got you. Yeah. If, if I'm yeah, right yeah, with yeah. that, I might not be But yeah, I, I thought he was pretty good in this. The first thing I've seen anything, I've got I know a lot of people that love Call Me by Your Name. I think it's, I think it's like a kind of young teen goes on holiday to like France or something with his family, and then he meets this kind of older guy and they have a relationship. But uh, from what I would tell like me, a sexual really, relationship. Well, yeah, it's like yeah. a gay relationship. But I, I, well, I don't know if it's shown or anything like that. But I think he's a bit young for him. But I, I don't know. People just say it's great anyway. So it's like, <laughs> for whatever people tell me, it's like, well, yeah, he's that. But it's really good. right. Okay. <laughs> Right. Right. I've not seen it. No. But no, I but thought he yeah, was really, really right. good in this. Um, yeah, just ju- great just performance. Yeah. Get in that thing where uh, you never like rooted for him. It was quite annoying at times, but not enough to kind of. There was still something there. Uh, whether it was just his relationship with his little brother, mm. um, something he, was, he still held, still held a torch for him. It's to some for some respect. Still yeah. Kind of wanted him to succeed. I hoped it would work. Because mm-hmm. a lot of these things, when it's done badly, I'm just prepared to write these guys off. And we're watching the film about it. Yeah, anyway. and it could be very harmful for people going through that stuff. So oh, I think definitely. It, it does great being conflicted. And you know, it's kind of something possessing him rather than, yeah. oh, I just love drugs. Oh, yeah, just yeah. Yeah. In oh. fact, the, 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 the trauma in this is that he, the fact that it's, it's annoying, it's. it's Hurting him, how much he's hurting other people, drives him to do it more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. that's quite that's shown quite well. And his intelligence at the start, it kind of shows that he's built up, and he, he's reading books, he knows what he's kind of doing, and the, he knows that every single time he's doing it, he's hurting himself, but he needs to get it. And I liked, I loved how Carell um, went to investigate it, um, because uh, Carell, he's a, a Writer for Rock and Roll magazine, Rock and Roll. He's kind of uh, yeah. freelance. Free so right. uh, he writes for the New York Times and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Yeah. And just kind of how he's went on to research it and that's find a, out that's how it starts, wasn't it? It's yeah. Him asking. I, I liked how it started as well. It's pretty. Like, I'm here yeah. to learn uh-huh. about my son because I feel I don't know him. Um, <coughs> and, and immediately takes Carell out of this comedic mm-hmm. sort of bubble I've got him in. Um, puts you into that that theme of him. Finding out everything he could to understand his right. son's situation. So, um, the part of when they have a joint together. Mm. How do you think that felt? Did that was it shown? Because when I seen it, I was like, well, having a joint with their dad, they're kind of wanting to feel that this is the starter. It's no, it's not quite the catalyst or anything. Oh, it's quite, like yeah, is this, is this going to be the gate? Yeah, is this going to be the gateway? into him kind of progressing but it seemed like he'd been he'd already been doing more yeah. before oh, he'd yeah, actually yeah, yeah. yeah. But he wasn't letting it on yeah, yeah. 
and, well, and plus, it, sorry, so, but even Steve Carell said, "Yeah, I've done this before," and I like, and you know, he doesn't turn out to be all that. So you yeah. can't have it. He said, "Like, he I'll have a couple things at a party." Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So it's not like you just take it and then saw it. Yeah. There's already worrying signs in what he's what Nick says there. Though. <laughs> yeah. So like he needs to escape legality or something, and that's worrying. Yeah. That was yeah. That was a key line that I kind of picked up. I was like, he's needing this. He's yeah. needing to progress. He's going to. That's where you see the addictive personality being taken uh, advantage of. Mm-hmm. This thing, because like you know, loads of people with addictive personalities. I think anybody is addictive to this in some respect. But I know people from personally. If they picked up what he did, they would not. It's eat them alive. Oh, you know, yeah. It swallowed them up and it spit them out. And um, it's just that he from he's put he's put himself in a situation where his personality, his kind of his his trauma, whatever he, mm-hmm. he going through, is not a good match. And it's, there's only going to go one way. So yeah, and it's like it, it kind of shows it can happen to any people because. It's not about that. Like I don't, you don't see too much at the beginning, but it's not about a stress life. His dad's well off. Mm-hmm. Like he can go to college. He, he's got all these like uh, opportunities. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They live in a really nice place. He's got a big family. He's got talent. Yeah, he's a talent. Mm-hmm. I get it. Like his mom lives half half country away, but I don't, you never see it's like. You don't see like a sight instantly. Somebody dies and then he turns mm. to it. But yeah, it which is good because because it it's not always like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So sorry, wait a second. She she she's in LA. She's in LA. He's in San Francisco. San Francisco. So I still, think it's still California. Like, is it California? I mean, it's still. Yeah. I thought it was. I thought it was New York for a first bit. No, 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 no. Oh, so yeah, 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 because he's yeah, he's just kind of outside the San Fran. Yeah, he must be north for a bit. Yeah, yeah. And then he goes. Yeah, so you think uh-huh. but still, I still love him. Yeah, but yeah, as I was saying, his life isn't just like traumatic from the start, and it's, I don't want to say he does it to himself, but like it can happen to people. You can be kind of swept away it, by it. Yeah, it definitely gives you that good, good, that concept of how it just doesn't take anybody. Yeah, it, it doesn't <laughs> care who you are. Mm. If you needing something to fill a gap in your life, then crack cocaine will fill that gap mm. and take yeah. over the rest of it yeah yeah so that's when like it was very interesting for me to find out about like the nerve endings and stuff like that yeah i like that so uh, again this is like Carell finding out as much as he can and i was thinking oh there's not so much here that i didn't really know anyway but then that was like really interesting so it just literally starts eating away at the things that can't be repaired yeah in some cases can't be repaired uh-huh. and i think in the next case they were saying that if maybe caught this early enough, that it'd be fine. Mm-hmm. Although that's only halfway through the film, so there's no, but, uh, there's no, uh, no there's sense of what Nick's ended up like. There's, sort of, really there's a factor like eighty percent or ninety percent of people won't get won't get away from it. Oh, and so that that's it. So you get to the like um, the the doctors, and they also say that like oh. it damages your nerve endings, it makes them dull. So the next time you need more to feel that. Same yeah, to get it back up to that. Level. And that damages more, and it gets it worse, and it gets it worse, yeah. and it gets worse. Yeah. So. Just having to go above and beyond it every time just to get that feeling back. Yeah. And then that's why when you're trying to reach these people on an emotional level, sometimes it's just it's impossible. They don't have it. There's people that you know they want to, but they can't. They feel like they can't. Yeah. Right. Sometimes, like like one of the women at the first, I don't want to say the shelter first rehab mm. place to go to, and just mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, relapse is just normal. It's just part of it. So it's like. Okay. 
Sorry, when well, you're saying stuff like that, it's like, oh, okay, so you can't reach them yeah. until a certain amount of time. That's like you kind of got to hit rock bottom mm. first. Or oh, yeah, I don't know, they'll say it, but like, like you're saying, like, they, got it. they can't just go cold turkey. So and then that's it. Yeah. Unless you physically lock them in a room. I mean, you can you can do that, but that doesn't that doesn't doesn't stop doesn't solve it. No. Solve it. But it's, well, potentially stop a bit of the addiction for a short period of time for you to then help yeah. fix the emotional side of things. Yeah, but you're not ready for it. Yeah, right. yeah, you're you're forcing somebody to oh, try and do great, something. There's a great line longer. like further on in one of the kind of like AA meetings, and or NA meetings. It's mm-hmm. something like uh, I've been an addict, um, and it's not. It was basically basically what they were saying is it wasn't the drugs that, that got me to the state. It was something that happened way, 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 way before that. Uh, or, 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 or I'm troubled, and it's not because of the drugs. It's because of something else. That's my problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, what no, that's that's somebody yeah, asking. What's yeah. your What's your problem? <coughs> yeah. What's your, what's your issue? Yeah, uh, yeah, it's got something like it's not the drugs. It's something way Yeah, it's, it's something just, that I've been. Yeah, it's my trouble. The drugs are just yeah. really, 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 really bad solution. Like, uh-huh. yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. <coughs> so, so I like I liked how we got onto the research side of things. I, I, sorry, I just know that down that um when he was he met uh he went looking for his son. Um, this was probably his first or second um relapse, and he sees a girl on the street. And he takes that, ah, yeah. and he takes her for uh, something to eat, and he's just kind of wanting to know a bit more. And this is this is him kind of doing his his background. Yeah. And the line that the girl says, because um, he's asking her a wee bit about, uh, so what do you think your parents are feel and stuff like that, and she's and she just turns around and says, what do you know? And that kind of triggers him. He's like, well, actually, fuck, I don't know, any, I don't know enough about this. Yeah. And that's where he kind of starts. I, going I did into, like how. Ask somebody that's probably actually on it as well. Because yeah. one thing tells to suit, and then they're like, "Oh, scientifically, oh, their brain is their brain is doing this, this, and this." But they're like actually seeing the someone like and her story as well. It's like our oh, family stuff came very years ago. Mm. So he's like, "Oh no, this could possibly happen." Yeah. Ah, but then he, he takes what does what does he take? Does he take something like coke? Something, it's not something anyway. Uh, I, I don't. I think I, thought, more, I think it's more than coke. He takes. Uh, I, I thought, thought this was going to be a big. I think he, I think he takes about uh, it. Yeah. A controlled amount, a small amount. Mm-hmm. So yeah. he gets maybe the hit, not enough to do him any long term damage. Um, maybe so you can understand. See, you saw that coming, did you? Well, yeah, as soon as he. Because he, he's walking down the street at first and he's going past this like, hot topic or something like that. You see a bunch of gothy people come out and think, oh, I'm mm. thinking he's going to help one of them and trying to go down the back alley and like inject himself. Then you see the actual girl and say, like, oh, he's just going to buy drugs from her or something. But I'm uh, glad they had that kind of scene together beforehand before he just uh, took it. So yeah, I didn't, I didn't see that coming because I thought there's no way because he said he's dabbled with not yeah, just, just marijuana. Yeah. Like, ah, he said he said he had he parted when he was and younger. Like once you get a taste of something, if your line is this line, then you you would never cross it. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? If that was a hard, mm-hmm. but maybe because of the situation with his son, he obviously feels that he should, but. Yeah, nothing oh, class saying. Yeah. Mental, if um, <laughs> I don't know, you got, you, I got the sense that you maybe done some acid or something. Yeah, maybe. maybe some acid. Yeah, yeah. Or, 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 or cocaine. Or, you know, that's all. Yeah, but, um, there's, there's still, I don't know, every junkie's got a red line somewhere. <laughs> 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 uh, no, I, I, I just, I, I was surprised. I was surprised, and it was just kind of like a, a sign of how far he was willing to go. Mm. To uh, do that, there was an, another thing when he was having that that, that 
dinner, or that meal with uh, with the, the girl, um, you thought. Oh, shot really weirdly, and so she's in the foreground, and he's in the background, and he's kind of like facing front, and she's more to the camera, like uh, food's right here. I'm thinking this is some sort of like. You know, in spy films, someone's like reading the newspaper and talking right. to the guy behind them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Separate booth or something. Yeah, right. and so it's like, oh, look front. I want to talk to him, so it's kind of like he doesn't want to be seen with this. Ah, right, so he's and keeping distance to himself, kind of. Yeah, especially then, since he was offered like a blowjob right from the start, he probably was like, nah, yeah, I, yeah. Don't, I don't fucking need and that. And the, the, these people probably know who she is if she's standing outside all day long. Oh, and so. Yeah. And then the camera just flips and they're right next to each other looking at face first. Like, what? That was just really strange. We thought that as well, that they weren't sitting together. <laughs> oh, right. I, I, I didn't even pick up on that. So it's like I if you were sitting just, there yeah. and I was sitting at that table, that's what I thought it was happening. Dad's pointing to a table behind us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that table. <laughs> yeah, wait. No, he's pointing outside. He wants to run this. That was the joke. There's no table there. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I don't know why. I just felt that was really oddly shot because I thought okay so he's just trying to keep some distance yeah. mm. I, I thought I'll have to go back and look at that <laughs> I don't I, know I, I just it was, it was bizarre but I, oh, yeah I just didn't think well why and, um, why would they well, well, somebody but then, but then yeah, there you go that could have been one of the edits that they took <laughs> out and yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So it's just kind of tried to say something like that, or maybe they didn't. It's just an accident. But it was weird. Or they could have, because this film could have went down a really kind of different short route, and the, like, like the way that you're talking, kind of is having the drugs and a different kind of theme and stuff like that going through the film, but they've just kept it. Do you think it, at any time oh. um, kind of glamorized? I was just going to say, I don't think glorified. Uh, if they wanted no. to, they would have him inject himself, and it'd be like, oh, cool visuals and like, yes, yeah. something uh-huh. like yeah. Mandy Esco, or even like Breaking Breaking Bad when Jesse's takes something and he starts floating around the bed and everything. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So, but no, I'm glad yeah. I just said, oh no, this way he actually looked like he was puking his guts out the entire time. He mm-hmm. was just on the floor. He was horrible. He's never dying. So yeah. Right. He just had that. It was his face when he was going through the college, kind of, when he first takes it, it's like, and he's just walking about just totally <laughs> fucked off his face, yeah. and it's just like, yeah, that's what you look like, and it's not, and they've never kind of touched on how he felt when he was taking it, there was no points in the film where it was actually like, this is, this is why, I'm taking it because it makes me feel so fucking super duper. Yeah, it's only, it the, it's only the clinical nature of that you get, that, that. <laughs> Yeah. There's yeah. a feeling, and then they're always trying to chase that. Aye. So that that's from a doctor that's, that's saying that. Aye, but uh, but you never hear them actually saying throughout the whole film that oh when you when you hit it it's just very euphoric or anything like that. He calls it, he calls it like an this. escape rather than a, a euphoric yeah. sensation. Aye. Or anything sort of Aye. So I, it's I more think he does. Timothy Chalamet does say there's a massive crash. Like I think that's the only time he really mm. comments on it. It's like it's like verbally, I think he writes down that mm. other one, but verbally say it's like yeah, you can never. The crash feels so lower than you've never been higher, I think he says. Yeah. So we're getting, like, just to try and follow some sort of timeline here. Again, it was, it was hard, but at some point, he, progress is made in the rehab clinic. Mm-hmm. And Nick says, look, I want to go to the halfway house. And he disappears from there. Yeah. Mm. And that's when David finds him in the streets. I didn't know if this was before the, the start, you know, the, oh, he's missing and his mum blames him. Or was it after yeah. that? 
I think uh, I think this is before. I think it's before. Just before, yeah. So then it's after that that we get to the when he's back in that uh, office speaking to a doctor saying, "I don't know who my son is." Yeah, but uh, one more thing. The thing is, in the halfway house, like you get you get a percentage chucked at you in the halfway house. Like, oh, we guarantee like eight percent satisfaction or something like that. And some it was. Uh, what, what's your success rate? Yeah, and oh. it was something above fifty for most, and then he said uh, sometimes it can go down to about I don't know twenty five or something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. And then he speaks to the doctor. He's like, "Nah, you're looking for eight. Yeah, he yeah. said single digits. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're in single digits though. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, like "Fucking is hell!" Is that just like misinformation, or is that those people just trying to get? Well, that's because he fucking flashes your credit card, though, yeah. isn't it? It's mm. just a, so I was it's thinking, just a business, oh. isn't it? Yeah, I, I I hate that it's a, a business. one scene at the rehab facility where we find out just as the dad finds out exactly what Nick's been taking so it's Nick David and uh, is Karen his wife? I think so yeah, mm-hmm, and she, yeah. I, know, I know her from the, the affair ER was she in ER as well? Uh, she was one of the doctors in ER that's, uh, yeah. that's where I always recognised her from yep and so, yeah, yeah he's just the dad's so shocked that this is mm. he's like you t- you're, you're taking meth and just the, the fact that he's able to hide this for so long. Aye, because because they've had such. That's what I've I, I noted that time is that it's not so much at the start of it. It's not so much a father son relationship. It's a mates relationship that they've got, where they're just chatting stuff and and wanting to share a joint and stuff like that, and then. He thinks that his son's just being open and honest with him about every single thing. He's, that's what's kind of built him up to be so shocked that his son's been taking all these different drugs that he's yeah. never known about. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, well, there's uh, there's always going to be that kind of hidden side of things between a father and son relationship anyway. Is there? <laughs> <laughs> you, on co- you on crack cooking, Dan? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but there, yeah, there is a line like I thought we were closer than most like fathers and sons because he tries to be like a cool dad. You know, ah, yeah. Father. But they could well be, but still, this is not something that you just tell because you're ashamed. Yeah. And yeah, it's not something you talk about over Sunday roast, is it? Because you know, because <laughs> you know you're going to hurt them. Uh, what was your garlic pudding? Oh. oh yeah, it'd be great with some coke on that. <laughs> <laughs> One of the things I took from that scene as well was, well, two things actually, was the the involvement of Karen, because um, she tries to kind of placate them, you know, like just calm down, mm-hmm. you know, let's, let's yeah. hear them speak, let's do that, and she's very much on the side of, well, kind of both of them, and she, it's quite obvious how much she cares for both of them and she's invested in that, uh-huh. but the dad, David, is like, he probably went into that thinking, like, no matter what he tells me, I'm going to keep me cool, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to listen to him, but there's triggers. Oh. And hearing that your son's on meth is a fucking trigger. Yeah. <laughs> fucking Jesus. And, and and I think that comes across uh, maybe once or more twi- uh, in the in the film that he just can't control it. There's there's these there's these certain things that you'd say, oh my son would never do that because I'm going to bring him up not to do that. That's mm-hmm. a line. Mm-hmm. And when you hear that it is happening, you, it's uncontrollable mm-hmm. reactions. Yeah. And it's not always like an ad- admirable reaction, but. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's uh, it's what you're. Yeah. 
He is very restrained to stick around this film. It's not a lot of scene where he loses his temper or something like mm -hmm. that. But even this was out of shock, it wasn't like he didn't yeah. Start, yeah, yeah. start screaming in his face or anything like that. See, so. the, see the one scene that he did scream at him, it, it, I think it's when he left, like of his own accord, he left the house in San Francisco. That's when he, he stole uh, money. And, and, he, and he shouted at him. Yeah. Outside. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. just, just, just before he gets in the car. He's showing it at the top of his voice, and I'm just thinking, like, like Brick or fucking Scott uh, <laughs> from the office. You know, I, 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 Scott, <laughs> he, <laughs> no, I just, he's just shouting, and I'm like, yeah, no, uh, no, don't shout like that. Please go back to the street. Fuck hell. Because he lost his shit so much. It's, it's, I like Lamp. <laughs> <laughs> Get off that! Get off the crack! I like lamp. No, no, oh yeah. God, no! Yeah, yeah. No. Everybody stay calm. I do clue. I'm just shouting. Lamp noise. But yeah, even in that that scene though, he's very pushed because I think his youngest daughter has been saving up like some money, and then the daughter Blake blames the little brother for like stealing yeah, it. Start fighting. yeah and then so it's all chaos and then the son realizes it's been it's been hard so then starts trying to beat everyone to the punch by screaming at them first <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and then gets right in the state on his face and like just because it's only what son, seven dollars yeah. or something uh -huh. yeah that's fucking awful is it yeah and then he, so he feels he, like again how much has he pushed at that point like everyone in his family being has been robbed or shivered and swore at mm -hmm. before he such shouting at them fans, mm -hmm. so Yeah. And then so he completes his rehab programme and this progress coupled with like a basically a massive leap of faith from his dad. It's like, okay, we'll, we'll take you to college. Right. And that's when Darren explained earlier, like, Are you sure that's a good fucking the mayor, but <laughs> yeah. I don't know, maybe just like, you, you're always hoping you've, you've got to, you've got them. to the back of right. the back of because if, if you go against that, that could be a definite point in the finger that this is the reason I'm back on it. Yeah. Aye. I think the film generally does a lot of, or not uh, very much of blaming anyone. No. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, There's definitely triggers about, we'll see later on, but when he goes to, he's moved to his mum's and he gets clean, that's it, in his cleanest point for the longest point. Yeah. And then it's only when he goes back. I think if anything, it's that, the shame he feels rather than. Yeah. Well, oh, when he goes back, um, the mother, no, his stepmother, mm. when she's kind of more apprehensive about him going in to see, um, the surf with his younger younger brother, and she's just like, oh no, don't don't go in there. It's a bit choppy. Uh, I, I was, I was, yeah. I was, but but, but, uh, but that was more. That was more. I don't trust you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, and he felt that. You could tell that he felt that, and that I think that was the trigger as to I, why he I ended wondered, up relapsing. I wondered. Um, yeah, okay, so there's obviously more in that. Is he maybe mm. doesn't feel part of that family? Is he, is he dead? Well, and, he's uh, been in rehab half his yeah, adult life. Yeah. So yeah, and she's that's a big part of her yeah. relationship with the dad at that, that time. Mm -hmm. her, ch her child as well her child as well I mean they know by this point they're mm -hmm. asking is he back on the drugs and yeah. Like uh, yeah well you already asked him to have a pee test mm. before was that before or after that he kind of asked him candidly to the face of you, you or anything and that's it I'm not but 
I guess it's such a difficult thing because you can be like, if you trust them too much, they can just like take it as a sign to oh do whatever. But if you don't trust them enough, they could say oh no, you don't trust me. Mm. It's impossible, I would say. Like, yeah. To, or that. But one thing that did annoy me, and it, I, I, I just kind of saw it as a movie thing. I kind of took away from. I've kind of forgotten the moment that it was based on a true story that he goes to, to LA or something mm. with his mum, and again this it's just the credit to the way the movie's shot it seemed kind of instantly it was alright they kind of did a time skip it was, it was just like, like to me it just seems like oh so his dad's the problem his dad's the one with the blind because yeah. his mum just comes over uh, like so the whole, a lot of the time the phone calls with uh, Steve Carell and, and the real mum and the mum's just giving him grief the whole time and yeah, then she's in the wire she's in the wire yeah um and then she it goes it goes over Timothy Chalamet goes over with the she's uh, uh, McNulty's um but um but on the side the one that what uh, I think is in the dock from a bit from a bit season three or four see when he goes on the straight and narrow oh, she, she she's the dock worker she's dock, a dock worker um she's, she is kind of like a, a manual worker of some sort like uh-huh. a, like a she's a copper though oh she's a copper aye oh right so she's his partner when he's at the dock but that's season two I'm thinking that. Basically, see when him and Bunk Bunk says like you coming up for a drink and he says, "Nah, man, I'm." Some of the wired talk. Yeah. I'm. I'm uh, <laughs> <laughs> Get involved. Um. I'm. Uh, I'm good. I'm going to be off this, and he says, yeah. "I'll never fucking last, man. This is not you." And eventually, it's not an annoy. Yeah. Right. But that's his girlfriend. That's who kind of tries to. Right. Yeah, that's her. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. I, I, as I was saying, it just kind of, like, the mum's giving him grief the whole time, and then he goes and spends time with his mum. And he's, for the most part, I would say rehabilitated, and it, so it's like, it, it feel like his mum just went, oh, there you go, that's how you do it, and it, I felt like it was, um, uh, I felt it was very kind of a, like, oh, the mum's good and dad's bad, and so the dad was irresponsible. Dad's the reason he's an addict. It's just like, yeah, it's Steve Carell uh, or was the Nick Schaefer or something like that. I don't think he deserved that. I think he was. Really, really good dad. Like, as soon as he found out, he was going to be. He did everything, and then the mom comes along and was like, "That's how you do it." I I thought that, like you said, there was like a light bulb moment that I'm going to be all right here. Maybe yeah. it is that. Maybe it's a mindset. But mm-hmm. it was the way it was shot when he was shown his room at his mum's house, and it was light. Yeah, and it was a decent size, yeah. and it was on the beach, or it was it had a, like an ocean view of yeah, some yeah. sort. You know, it was like. And he just like smiled, but then compared to the room in the forest where it was all brown, dark yeah. wood, and hmm. really enclosed, and maybe it's that's uh, what it takes. But I, 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 in that moment, I kind of forgot it was based on a true story, and I was just like, oh, so, oh, the phone is mommy's great, oh. and his dad is just. Well, it'd be interesting. It'd be interesting to, to to see how they put that down in the book. In yeah. The book. Hmm. Well, how he puts it down in yeah. the book is it like that? This was a. I mean, at some point he could feel that it's, it's his. It's a de- he, he depressive type place. Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah. Or is it the situation that he loved his dad so much that he wasn't? He was too scared to let him down. Whereas yeah. you can, you some, sometimes you get that. I'm not saying his mum was a stranger, but sometimes you get that feeling where you could be more open with a stranger than you can be to somebody who's close to you. Yeah. And, yeah. and if yeah. he was in that situation, there, there is, there there is good could, reasons. But yeah. when I first watched it, uh, you that I just kind of reacted as. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. I didn't like that as well. Obviously, me watching it with my son, uh, who, like, loads of similarities, and I was like, oh man, 
Don't, yeah, he's don't, don't do drugs, man. <laughs> the dad's the problem here. I was like, fuck. But. Dan, go and take your top off. I want to see your arms. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, where's that going? Kevin Spacey wanted to go over here. That'd be cute tonight, Dan. So, there's a scene that I've read about, but well, I wasn't really on board with that at the time. Right? So, everything's kosher. He's at college. Mm-hmm. He's met a girl. Uh-huh. Doing well in school. Then, mm-hmm. hunky dory, and he he goes to a, a dinner party with his new girlfriend's parents, and their whole family are kind of chatting. Mm-hmm. And he's yeah. he's like joking, and everybody's kind of. <laughs> and sorry. this is when he relapses, so he goes up the stairs, and takes a tablet. Yeah, yeah. So he's yeah. So I that so that was when he's at college. Ah, he's at yeah, college. He's at college. He's, I that's the first time you actually see him taking any drugs. Is that right? Yeah, because I thought, is this the first? And then, <laughs> and then you that. hear you hear more great. about it yeah. um, later. You see the results like, of it today. But I, 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 I thought he'd planted it and then went up and taken it because he couldn't deal with the situation or whatever, right? No. But apparently, it's just it was a kind of chance thing. He'd open the drugs cabinet, or you know, how mm-hmm. Americans say the fucking drugs cabinet. Aye, and and you see that, and you thought that that was it. Yeah. Just the, the sheer accessibility of it. Oh. And this is what I was going to say earlier about these sliding doors moments where imagine that the first time he took or was introduced to this drug mm. at college, right? Uh, no, it wasn't even at college, was it? Mm. Anyway, the first time he did, the first time he did, he just didn't go out that night. Or, he, you know, he'd broken his leg and he was in the hospital. He couldn't go out that night. And that moment with his group of friends mm-hmm. and that mm. drug passed. And then he he just never got in, he never was in the situation where that drug was kicking about. Oh. Imagine how different his life would be. Oh. But because you've got that plus that, yeah. and mix that in with the opportunity, just and it, it should be said perfect storm that, there. Yeah, it yeah. should be said that his college girlfriend's bad influence too. Like she drugs wise, like she was. Well, well he's he's funny you say that. Is his... that because later on you think it's the same girl? Yeah, well, it was. He goes to it's, he not. Goes, it's not. It's not. Again, I, it was, I read it. I was like. What? She's got a different name. It's Ooh. not. I'm, I'm just thinking about that first scene when he goes to college and he's sitting on the grass and he's writing whatever. The girl talks to him. Mm-hmm. And then a couple of scenes later. He's, in, she, the, he's in the dining room. Yeah. Or, like, I think she's with them and they're researching how to, how to do the fly. No, I think so. he's doing it on the fly. Yeah. yeah. So he's in the library. Right. And but he, she, does he, it, he, she does do it with them, so I do think. Yeah. Later. No, but she doesn't. It's not her. I thought do, do, do I, do I mean thought it was her as well. Do you mean well. he goes back later on and she kind of like bumps into him and goes, "Oh hi, yeah. what are you doing here?" And he's, he goes to party. That's just after he or comes or back for well, LA yeah, she's, and he's she's just, already. That's not. She's that's already not, into drugs. That's so. not the girlfriend. So his girlfriend is Julia. Okay. Well, yeah, I, I'm not saying that's the same girl that later on like breaks in the house and goes right, and chase okay. it. I'm saying there's another. When he first goes to college, is a girl that he also does drugs with. Again, this film shot really weird when you try to explain it, but... <laughs> do, 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 does she do... Because I, I get the feeling I thought you only had the, the one girl thing. When things kind of spiralled out of control, she just ditches him. She gets shot of him. Well, he gets shot of her. Or whatever. Well, is that like one of the quiet scenes where you just see them two stand in the room in the college dorm, mm-hmm. and then they just kind of break up, but you don't know... I, I, yeah, from that, from that scene, that, I assumed yeah. that he was telling her to 
bitter. Because if you're not going to be on board, yeah, if you're not on board with us, or he just knows, yeah, whatever, he, yeah, he knows he doesn't need she to doesn't stand that for close. Whatever, yeah, and she, she's gone, she's up the pitch, mm-hmm. um, which was like when I watched it um, for the first time, I was like, fuck, well, when I watched it, I was like, fucking hell, so now she sees him and she's willing to fucking show up with him, but that's somebody else. I think mm. they could explain that better. Yeah, it definitely could be explained a lot better. Ju- Julia is his girlfriend, and it's Lauren who he takes he ends drugs up, with later on. Yeah, he ends up kind of has the overdose and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I know that's a different girl. At that I stage. didn't know that. But it, I get it was two different people. But I thought the college girlfriend. Yeah. The gr- girlfriend number one, I thought she was also a bad influence on. Because right. I thought mm. he'd been clean, tried to clean up his act, goes to college, and that's why I said, "Oh, college isn't a good." Space for all this, and then all of a sudden she's handing him something. That's why. That's why I, I saw that. he could have. He could have. Yeah. could have bought it or whatever. He yeah. Initiated himself, but the way the film shot, I thought she, you know. Okay. And she oh. she's coming from like, like you say later on a party thing when it doesn't really know that she he has a big problem. Yeah. Right, I'm not. I'm not saying that she's like, forcing it, like into him, but <laughs> nobody's doing that. No. <laughs> Um, let's let's talk about the cafe then. So there's a kind of like a wee mutual sort of nu- uh, neutral, uh, neutral, yeah, yeah. So that spent been, some time. And yes, yeah, I think this is a good um, three times in his life. A couple of loca- a good location for it because they meet there on some sort of like let's kind of speak for the first time in months. All right, uh, and they speak about how. They used to go there when they were younger and all that, and that's when he asked him for like some money to to go to New York because that's when he just needs a couple hundred dollars and blah blah blah. blah. Uh, and then you get the wee flashbacks of when he was a little boy and they're just sitting there and they're just uh, speaking then Klingon, yeah. Klingon, yeah. He's getting that just, yeah. Yeah. That, that's and you get the contrast the, and the interspersed things with Trell and Mike, the the, the smallest version of. Or, or tell me and that's when it works really well mm-hmm. yeah and then they cut back and it's like, like you just feel really sad at that point because yeah yeah it's sad with like grown up version but it's even worse when you think like that kid's a black canvas at that point like he could be yeah. mm-hmm. anything and then this is what it turns out there was one, the, yeah. one the best thing that happened for me was the the whole airport one because mm-hmm. at that point everything was mm-hmm. like edging towards like we've said San Francisco it's it's his dad that's the trigger you know it's all that mm-hmm. but then that scene is like the kid doesn't want to go to his mum's no that doesn't mean he doesn't like his mum no because no, right? no. but it's just it, it means it just definitely paints a picture of a huge bond between him and his dad uh. and that's when you're introduced to the, the everything yeah. Yeah. yeah I love your mum and everything um, yeah but that, that in, just in, ten, in terms of the timing in the mm-hmm. film I thought yeah good the film needed that. I needed that. The, that <coughs> Most of course, reassurance yeah. mm-hmm. that this is not just all the, in the dad's sort of mind. That it's on about. him. Yeah. So that was a good example of the kind of time. Now that you bring that up, I think that kind of hits towards that the parents' breakup has had more of an effect on him. Yeah. I mean, but, then, but then you can't you can't just kind of take everything <coughs> away from it's not anything on his dad. Because there's definitely going to be issues throughout his life that's kind of prepared him. Because he's he's brought him up to be a, quite a well-rounded kind of kid. Mm-hmm. But maybe there's things that were in there, the likes of 
like I said, being too friendly and not more fatherly, kind of more kind of making sure that he was, I don't know, straight, I wouldn't say straight laced, more behavioural with him. I don't even know if that would be the, the kind of. The way I see it, I'm not blaming anybody. It's, it's You've got a guy with an addictive personality. Now, some of the most successful people on the planet have got addictive personalities. Yeah. They've just trained that into running, being a businessman, whatever. And, and has he just happened to cut across with the mm. drugs and this is it? I don't know, that's what I get from the film. Yeah, Nature, nurture. Maybe, maybe he tried to, like, <laughs> blame it. Maybe he tried to no, shake no. him too much, and then he tried to like rebel, and then found that, and then all got away from him. Uh-huh. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, you put you that's put Nick in fucking, I don't know, fucking Utah or something, South Carolina, instead of San Francisco, where that sort of hippie culture's not necessarily there, that bohemian... Mm. Access to drugs, um, party time is it, is not kind of one of the top three things that every kind of, kind of kid does. Then maybe he's just alright, but you know, it's just circumstance. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, the, the scenes in the cafe are really, I think, one of the, some of the best. And another reason is like <coughs> that's where he ODs as well. Yeah. That's yeah. one of the places he ODs. Ah, that was a and, and that was like nothing sacred. He's already shot on his fucking dad so many things by then, but this is another one. It's, this is not a slap in the face. Ah, the one thing that didn't get tarnished was the everything line, mm. I think. So he, he never threw that back in his face. He never threw that back in his face. Because he did throw a lot. I, I like that. I really he like threw that. the kitchen sink at him. He, oh, massively. Yeah. Oh, everything was Christ. Which grabbing uh, 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 the house. Uh, they, they do that to shock people. Mm-hmm. You know, to hurt ah, people. Yeah. Oh. But yeah, you know, right, you never did that. Aye, uh, dead uh, happy that that uh, didn't uh, happen. With the cafe and the OD, I felt like if it wasn't based on the real life, I would have think, oh, it's a bit, it's a bit much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of course, he ODs there, of all places. But uh-huh. the fact that he actually did it is a bit... Yeah. Oh, it's just strange in uh-huh. fiction, right? Yeah. Like, where else could he... Like, maybe the airport or something like that. I was like, it's got to be in a, like, if I was in the middle of okay, the street or emotional something. place he or D's in where have we got to write this like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the fact that I should do it I was like alright okay yeah. write everything in blood scene there is like, actually one thing I wanted to put in like um, uh, so I think it's at the halfway house or something like that and he, like, he leaves mm-hmm. and runs away earlier in the movie and um, he doesn't Steve Carell I don't think it gets told until like, it was like two days or something like that and so he phones the monster oh yeah by the way like, um, what's his name Nick is that the kid um, he's been away for two days and then the, the mum's like oh how can, how can that happen blah 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 and then later on he uh, after he breaks up with the sponsor when he's at his mum's place he's away for two days and his mum's like Oh well, you just left, you know. Like, you know, how can I help him? It's like <laughs> a half hour ago, you were just yelling yeah, about uh, being away for yeah. two days. Now he's been away for like a week, and like you yeah. don't, you don't have a clue. You don't care. Uh-huh. Well, not you don't care, but like you haven't gone to the lengths that. Yeah. The Speaking of his sponsor, he was in the wire. Ah uh, yeah, aye. Uh, a couple of couple good freaking players in drug stuff. Well, like, it, this guy, this guy was a major like addict in the wire. Bubbles. Oh. Bubbles. Great no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Great oh, character. Like, everybody loved Fucking them. quality. One of these 
like as meth addicts go, as crack addicts go, <laughs> a really happy go lucky guy. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, like it's he goes through, he gets pictures. Anytime I ringer. see a yeah. red, it's so fucking turby hat. Oh yeah, so <laughs> in the wire, like he kind of does a deal with the cops that he would go after. He would let them know who the the main players are mm-hmm. in the drugs and the, the criminal gangs that are yeah. going on by putting a hat on them. So, like, he makes his living by pushing a trolley through just shite. Ah, yeah. And tries to make a dollar here and there, just going, like, just shoot up, right? And, but he sells these red hats. So he would say, oh, this hat looks great on you. You know that? And, then, and so when he does that, the police are, like, more and all that. Yeah, take so pictures of him. That's like, that's wearing the red hat is a big, uh, decent player. So he's on the side of the police and... and Ah oh, man, you get. I thought they were just like SWAT team immediately, like anybody. No, 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 they're, no. They're trying to go deeper than that because even yeah. then, he's not the guy they want. You're the he's fish. the guy who's yeah, yeah. going for that. So yeah, there's no point in shooting him. No, they wouldn't no. get. Yeah, they wouldn't get anywhere. But oh, he gets pushed oh, through the absolute ringer. It's just you go. His his journey with crack addiction is oh, unreal. Like. It's just like unbelievable. One of many things that are unbelievable in that uh, the wire fucking love the wire move on <laughs> just talking about that that's definitely going to that's like five episodes <laughs> no five episodes across the stuff on one that. episode <laughs> <laughs> well, five, seasons, five seasons of the wire we're making it season of man yeah. oh hell yeah listen, you guys can have those five episodes to yourself <laughs> <laughs> Darren's just grabbing the rounds of drinks and bringing them back. <laughs> so that's uh, Spencer. Spencer's there. And there's a really good conversation between Spencer and Nick on the phone. Well, just before Nick <sighs> goes for his, his final sort of heyday. Uh, I mean, he's 28 months or something like that sober uh, by this point. Never leaves you, does it? No. Uh, no, just the fucking... You find yourself back in... I can't even remember. I can't even remember the, the the timeline of this. Does he? I can't remember if he sees his dad um, at the end of this or at any point during this really really good stage. You know, the, the mm. twenty eight months sober, but he's definitely in San Francisco. Yeah, well, yeah, that's where he's with his his mum and he's enjoying life with. Yeah, but at the end Spencer. when he relapses, does, does he go? Yeah, Spencer's there. It does seem like he goes back to Sanford. He does go back, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why he meets somebody like an old school friend, Long. Yeah, yeah. He knows she parties, and and she can hook me up, and then he just falls right back into the same. Is this where he's asked for the the test? I think so. I think it is, isn't it? And is this also where he's the surfing incident? So, so, so he, just he before back. he goes back, yeah. No, he goes, he goes, he goes back to his dad's. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. He's, he's all he's these months sober. The surfing incident happens. He's asked to take the test, and that uh, I think it's yeah. crushing mentally. Oh, massively. Emotionally for him. I'm, and I'm, he can't handle it. No. And this is where he goes out. Because he he starts um he starts setting up AA classes. Mm-hmm. And he's he's kind of taking them classes on in LA, and he's really getting himself back on the feet until he goes back to his dad's, and then he gets asked to do the test. Then he wants to go in the water, sees his wee brother and sister again. Mm -hmm. um, See, there's no no logic to that, is there? 
Like no. If, if you're not wanting your son to go surfing in that water, say before you even get there. Don't oh, get him yeah. Don't get, get him all dressed and everything. Don't get him. Oh, don't give, give him the surfboard and, and it. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, yeah, I think it affects him because I think uh, him and his dad loved going surfing, so it's something that's kind of near to his heart. And so mm. when he can't do it with somebody else, and it's like. Oh, and there was a scene early on where uh, David nearly loses Nick. In, yeah. In that same like water. Mm-hmm. And, it's not him that, that remembers that and thinking, oh shit, I nearly lost you, so you shouldn't do it. It's, it's the, the mum. Right. Um, yes. Well, they, they've also kind of come through that that scary moment together. Right. So why can't we, you know, go through something? Well, it's because yeah. at that point he had to, well, metaphorically let go and trust him by himself, mm-hmm. and it's, it's scary to do that. But he ended up doing it. But I then again. He was, this the little brother's a lot younger than Nicholas and either, but probably yeah. I think so. I'm not sure, but these things take time though. Uh, you can't just like mm-hmm. be a drug addict and then get every, all the, the kind of things that were given to you mm-hmm. before. All that trust has got to be earned. I, I agree with yeah. that. So it's like, what can you do as a parent? It's like really hard. And then we've well, already talked about like, oh, you gave him, you gave him too much leeway at this point. You should restrict it. Yeah, and then he's twenty-eight. He's twenty-eight weeks or months sober by this point. I think it's twenty-eight months. Twenty-eight months. Yeah. Two and a half years. Mm. Yeah, but yeah, there's, there's other points as well. Where it's like, so he gives him like early in the film. Like, no, oh, sorry, damn, I can't, I can't be 28, 28 months. Why not? Because the kids haven't grown up that much, and he would have been back to California. He would have been back to his dad's a lot more within two and a half years. That's not. Um, or there'll be really more of. I think the kids. I, I think, think, I think I, young I, kids I, definitely grow up. Yeah, but I, I don't. Yeah, especially, but I don't, I don't think it's in, that, in the, in the that amount of time though. He, well, he could have. There's no. It's not real or law saying he had to go back. So. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah, I know. Maybe he just had to. Because right. he kind of like he he, not given up, given up yet. Because that moment comes. Yeah. But he says that like, you're your mum's problem now. And yeah. a lot of time does passes, and, and, and two and a half years can pass by in a fucking flash. I think. Mm. But, um, but what I was going to say, but earlier he gives him like a lot, Sorry, of, yeah. uh, lot of leeway in saying, like, oh, can I borrow your car? Yeah, goes and does drugs. Oh, can I have a hundred bucks? Yeah, okay, goes and does drugs. Oh, can I have some money to go to New York? Oh, yeah, goes and does. Yeah. So uh, yeah, he doesn't exactly. give him money, but he still goes to New York and he yeah. overdoses. Yeah, yeah, it's like, well, I, I, I would say, some point you are stepping and say, no, you're not going to New York because mm-hmm. I can't even trust you going down the street. <laughs> so, well, that's what happens, is it? He says no. No, he, he still goes to New York. Yeah, he still, he yeah, still yeah, goes yeah. He still, he still goes to New York and all that. But I mean, later on, when he does actually just say, "Oh yeah, that's oh yeah, that's, 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 that's later on." Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, but it's like, yeah. If he just said no to New York, and then he would have like had that bad experience and then Nick wouldn't have, well, uh, Steve Carell wouldn't have had to travel all yeah. the way to New York and find him in a hospital or no it wasn't a hospital he phoned the hospital and then found him in some cafe somewhere mm. aye mm-hmm. no, no his favourite cafe <laughs> no no random one but yeah again this film could be quite repetitive if you're hearing from it and not, not see it but yeah, yeah it, it, I don't know it, obviously it's real and he's a lot he's a lot kind of better now so what they did eventually worked but right. I think there's some point that I was like why did that like uh, so there's a, a moment like like we've said 
Mick goes missing again, and this time he's sort of in the responsibility of his mum. David gets the call. Look, I need your help. Mm. Wow, where were you? Blah 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 blah. But at this moment, he's getting on with his life. He's on a, like a wee trek with his family, and you sort of get this feeling that him and Carm have moved on. You can't give him that look. Like uh-huh. this is not your fight anymore. You've got other things to yeah, other commitments. Yeah, yeah, and I'm not yes. saying it's just her. Um, but these things are obviously playing on his mind, and and this is when he says to the mum on that cliff on that mum on that cliff top is when he says to the mum sometimes you can't really help them they you don't want to be helped you've, mm. got, you've got to let them you know yeah. go through this themselves and to be fair he'd just been through all the research and he'd just been told look you've got a single digits percentage here mm-hmm. sometimes a lot of the time it's yeah. not going to go the way that you're wanting it to go and it's like even though you want a good thing to happen, it's like you want to put your whole family in, to grief again. The, kid, mm-hmm. the kids are already asking, "Is he on drugs?" Yeah, again. yeah. The step, the stepmom's like, you know, what's saying the dad's just like emotionally through with it, and again, it's just really hard. But in the one scene, I felt it was really, really good. And when the 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 Steve and uh, Karen go to the. Uh, the parents version of like an NA, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. And that's that was good. really, really sad. And I think that's where Kang is inspiration to let it go because I think one of the mums says, Oh, yeah, my little girl or something that died a year ago, but mm. I realized she'd actually died seven years ago when she first started. Uh, like, I've been grieving the while she's alive, yeah. yeah. I've, been, I've been grieving all this like for years and years because that, that person's I've, no longer there. That's, that's something otherwise. I've, 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 I've held. Uh, parents of t- someone say before, yeah. whether it's in a TV show, whether it's in like a documentary or something, that is a, a sentiment that is n- like not new to me and it's powerful as fuck. Like you've, oh, been, you've been grieving for, for all your this child time. Yeah. because you're like, oh, that's not what I expected or hoped or even would have settled for or anything. It's mm. just like that, that. And yeah, you're because you're, you've lost them. Mm-hmm. Even though they're still here, living and breathing. Yeah, you've lost spiritually, them. yeah. You've lost them. How do you deal with that when they're still there? It's and they've and they they're still capable of hurting you even more the more you give. Dear me. <laughs> and in that memoir, did we tell you that this was heavy? <laughs> and in that memoir, he's just like, oh, what happens? So what happened to my beautiful boy? Like, like uh, that, that's yeah. what I'm saying. It's just he's been, even though he's been angry, he's been confused, he's been hurt. He's not. He's just he doesn't know. Like he's been confused. I'd say mostly like, what happened? Uh, what could I've done? Mm-hmm. Imagine thinking that every like, day for years, like, what could I have done better? What could I have been saying? I thought I did all right. Mm-hmm. I thought maybe no. I was maybe I was too busy. Maybe I was too controlling. I don't know. Like that's what I was saying with the grieving for years is that you don't, I don't know. Nice. It's, it's it's hard. It's hard. Uh, there's a scene that I thought, like you mentioned earlier, if this was a, a original <laughs> story as a screenplay sort of thing, mm-hmm. rather than a. a the particular true events, but the scene where he breaks in, him and Lorne break into the uh, David and Karen's house, trying to look for someone valuable that they can also just obviously just sell, and they get caught, and it's the young son that spots them. Mm-hmm. Karen decides to chase them. Hi. I thought, like, if that's a Hollywood ending, she chases them off a cliff or something like that. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, it's a massive speed chase here. Uh-huh. Um, and they're going to be, yeah, I did careering through yeah. buses. Yeah, and yeah, yeah I, I did as well. I, mean, I, I know that happened, but if I, I probably would have ended it like they, they drove off and then and then Steve Carell's sitting there in panic and then she comes by and says, oh, no, I lost him. Yeah. Rather yeah. than her, because it, in the way it's shot, she just kind of stops. Yeah. Like, I, I get it, they had a faster car, she's got like kind of like a, a mm-hmm. family wagon, wagon or something yeah. like that. A box of Severa. She but probably would have kept up with them, but she, she just... She did it in a kind of wave of emotion, did she? Yeah. And, and it carries mm-hmm. her for so long. And then it's just like, well, and then what, realization can, can what are you going to do? Over what are you actually going to do? Right. Yeah, I, I get that. It's one of those other things. Oh, it's when I get my hands on you, it's like, yeah. well, what am I actually going to do? Like, yeah. yeah, exactly. Am I going to just per- smash into them? Tr- just trying to the take owner, owner, ownership or control over the situation, which has had no, none whatsoever so yeah. far. So yeah. yeah. Right. And this was her last grasp. Trying to step up like, and tell you what, well, let's get this fucking sorted. Again, maybe another sign of her never. Playing definitely been involved in this not just being a bystander uh, I thought the mum I, mean, I, no, I, I, mean, I thought I the portrayal of his mum was quite one dimensional yeah she just has like she was just a voice and then uh, and she's just kind of like emotional yeah. yeah yeah there was and, nothing and mo- there's, there's, there's only the one scene where they're on the couch yeah that's one scene yeah yeah but even then he's like Oh, don't do that. Yeah, you know, he's, he's kind of don't don't take this on yourself. Yeah, it's, it's no value. It's, it's in this it's in this environment where he does his best. Yeah, you know it's, she's there must be, there must be super busy. She must have like a full full time job, and it's and then again then you you come to me and saying like, oh this is when he when he had the most freedom he actually got his life together. Uh, maybe know. maybe because he was having to support her. As opposed to being supported, mm-hmm. yeah. is why he thrived more, and that's why he went into like the AA type of stuff, and he was supporting other people. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, he, yeah. so he, instead of being a crux, he was actually yeah, being yeah. a crux. Yeah, yeah. Crux. No, I know, I understand uh-huh. what you're saying. Like, so, it could be as simple as that. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's not a very complex kind of yeah. situation that changes mm-hmm. all the time, but. And then you get the scene there, so he's met Lorne and she overdoses. Nick sends her, well, and then the hospital, the ambulance coming, it's classic sort of uh, domestic abuse sort of situation there. When the the, 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 the medic was like, no, oh, she needs to go to the hospital. He's like, nah, she's all right. And, and they're like, no, Very controlling, I'm, yeah. I'm going to fucking like, get in the way of you in this situation here. She needs that. And, Oh, hi. Oh, that medic's having none of shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> just like, yeah, fuck off, mate. <laughs> She's I, coming I, I, with us. I'm, I'm, I'm going to do you a solid here and not throw you, like, not for the yeah, police yeah. if you just give me, like, just, right. yeah. Fuck off. We'll, we'll, we'll treat her. And then, yeah, first. And then it's right after that is the most fucking emotional scene in the film for me. And it's the phone call where he's like, Dad, coming home, mm-hmm. and you. Um, and he says all the triggers that he knows is going to work. It's usually worked in the past. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm I'm done now. I just need I need you. I need I need to come home. I need to see blah blah. And he's like, no, can't. No, I just saws him off. It's, it's heartbreaking because you know 
the lengths he's went to before and because you know it's a movie this is like the it's near the end so this is actually the last straw phone call yeah so but at the same time you know he's said or done all these things before so it's hard to believe him but it's not like it's been shut down our throats in the film so it's still so valuable but you you know from the context that like it's happened before yeah if that makes sense yeah I I it was horrible it was horrible to kind of you knew that you needed to do this but still to turn turn it down when they're looking for it it's the hardest thing that you would have to do and it needs to happen and it's just like fuck man you're willing them to no say it and willing them to say it which was probably done the dad the dad's known very well this could be the last time he speaks to him this could be because that he goes into a major fucking overdose and Mm -hmm. and, and dies which which he probably which he does he should have the bit that I just didn't think they needed to do on this was after he hung up the phone he started taking down his pictures and I was thinking why the fuck was he doing that there is no need to take down the pictures because the pictures are still there it's still Mm. your flesh and blood no matter what you would not you don't just Thing you want your life, you can't just. That and I was just like, "Fuck!" I, I, I hated that fact. You didn't like that. But, yeah. No, I, I really think didn't think that that was needed at all. The fact that he'd actually done that call and mm-hmm. said to him, "No, that's." Again, it. you say something. Maybe he did do that. Maybe he's in his book. Yeah, true. But I, I tend to sort more metaphorically. It's kind of like you know when like, mm-hmm. people die or something like that. They like they cover the picture or something like that. They put it down or something like that. I think he, at that point he's, can, more, he's yeah. warning his son. At that point, he's. Yeah. He can't handle turn, the guilt. Yeah, he's not he's turning his back on him, mm-hmm. but if if that's the last time he, he's done it, he can he can look at me and he can do that and remind himself of that. But I think it's a practical thing. That's his yeah. office, right? Whatever. Uh, every time you look up, you don't want to be reminded of that. Mm-hmm. Of, right. of everything, right? <laughs> not that, but everything. Mm. And uh, not that he's he, he's not willing to go there in the future because he puts it in a drawer he doesn't burn it you know yeah yeah so it's, it's there and yeah. I'll compartmentalise that shit yeah you can't, that. you can't deal with it right I, now I can't, I can't no I can't deal with it every time I'm in this room yeah I see that side of things yeah, I, I get it if, if, you, if well, touch wood if you're in a situation you wouldn't have you wouldn't have done that you wouldn't have Brandon say no <laughs> talk <laughs> to Frank <laughs> Because imagine if uh, Nick was back in the room and saw that. Jesus, man, that's overdosing mm. Yeah. Oh, massively. Yeah. But I mean, that was it. That was it. I was just thinking, that's... Could you imagine? I, I was just so right after it. I mean, you've just done the emotional side of it. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, you're right. If it was in the book. Because I didn't even know this was um, a book until, no, oh, until the end. No. no. So you thought it was based on true story? You never knew that? Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah. So yeah. that's that's what made it the source, yeah. kind of better when I kind but, of seen um, the end of it. But yeah, like could you imagine? Until take, sorry, as I say, could you imagine taking that phone call and hear some like groveling to you? His voice breaks and everything. Mm. Yeah, it's like ah. you know, like knowing you can help him, but you don't know if that's actually going to be right for him. You can help him. Heart's breaking in front of you and everything. Yeah, you could possibly help him immediately. Mm. What's the cost of that? Yeah, it's like a short term thing. Yeah. Oh. 
Awesome. And then, and then I would like to have seen more of the end. Uh, a third of his dude, so he, he he survives this latest overdose, and he ends up in a oh fuck knows what it's in. Is it another facility? Is it just hospital? You know where he visits them, and they're just sitting on the chairs outside. Yeah. It's like a prison yard to me. But it, if, yeah, it felt like it a hospital or something like that. Could be. Just yeah. let people out in like the white clothes and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And but you sanctioned it. Oh. And then it ends, and and you don't see the usual thing. You see, <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> oh, yeah, they do this. <laughs> you, you, yeah. The thing where you see the real pictures of them. Of the yeah, guys. I was waiting for that. Yeah, uh, you're grown up, and 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 then a picture now where hopefully Nick's put on fucking. He's, he's twice. He's twice yeah. his weight. You know, well, looks yeah. like uh, Matt LeBlanc. That is one of the, the trivia things that Timothy Chalmers had to lose. What, he uh, looked like he was 30, uh, Matt LeBlanc? <laughs> no, he had to lose £25 for his role as, as right. the chef. Right. And he also had a consultant and a doctor on set to make sure he was like, alright, plus like realistically a drug addict. So okay. there's, there's like a thin line that... Uh, well, well, that's right. a thin line for a doctor, eh? Uh, no, you need to be that thinner, is. but obviously don't get too thin. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's a weird way to yeah. take that off. Like, <laughs> Three sips of this water, and then go then, for a yeah. pee. <laughs> then he wasn't, he wasn't Christian Bale, the machinist, was he? Nah, no. Like, Christ, that's that's a. Then, yeah, he does roles like that. He does like like Dick Cheney, who's like <laughs> Churchill size or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Like, what is this guy? Is he made of like rubber or something? How can he stretch <laughs> himself? Uh-huh. Oh yeah, I, I just thought the film was quite abrupt in its ending. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, would it like a wee bit of a wee bit of more? I li- I liked how it was like, look, here's a Samaritan's number or whatever. It, it, no, it, I like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was fine. I just, but they just did this documentary thing. Um, it's, it's like, oh, he's been sober for eight years. Oh, here's who blah, blah, blah. and it's like, you know, you just had this emotional thing. You're not giving like a yeah, pay, yeah, like pay off. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I get it. They're still living, but they're still here. They're still here. So. Yeah. You can't kind of celebrate. It's like, oh no, I don't, I don't want my uh, my name or my face associated with, with being. A, a <laughs> it's your name and everything. You wrote a fucking book. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know why. why but they, you know, then they wrote a book and were watching the film and. Yeah, I think we were parts. Maybe Charlotte makes too good looking for the the boy to show his face. Tell the story, does that you heard about Timothy Charlotte? Timothy Charlotte. Well, there's a rumor going about that he went. Well, he. Uh, he, he had chlamydia and gave it to loads of people in this one New York college uh-huh. and so he was I don't know he doesn't actually go to that college but he was around and ended up giving it to like half the girls there <laughs> <laughs> again allegedly don't kill me like, <laughs> I'm more afraid of doing this show maybe it's chlamydia than Kevin Spacey <laughs> I'm not scared of Spacey like you know, yeah. but yeah that's obviously a legend but Whenever someone drinks, oh, I can't get past it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, oh, what do you think they got? He's got chlamydia. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, oh, he's big chin. Oh, he's here. I'm just like, chlamydia. <laughs> I need to learn how to spell chlamydia for the, the title <laughs> of the podcast. Oh, well, um, share that in your spell. Okay, move on. One watch by. What are you saying, Tarek? Um, I don't know. I I'm probably I do want to rewatch it, um, but I don't know if I want to buy it to rewatch it. Mm-hmm. 
No, it's, it's, yeah. would you recommend that somebody buys this and watches it multiple times, or would you recommend that somebody watches it, or would you recommend that somebody just? Yeah. Because we've already watched it. No, I'd say watch. I'd say watch. As I'd well. say watch. I'm, I'm I'm quite happy with just a watch of it. I'm not going to go back and watch it. I'll, I said to Brandon to watch this as well, just mm-hmm. to steer him off of drugs. Um, and I'll probably get the girls to watch it as well. <laughs> what age? Uh, uh, no, they're, they're four. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Scare them straight. I see, yeah, the stranger danger that you get. <laughs> Damn right. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, I'm watch. Um, Let's go up next. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm watch as well. It's definitely an emotional thing. I can, I wouldn't say buy and put it through yourself a lot. Or yeah, it has to be very specific. It's thing. a hard one to say. Yeah, this oh, needs to be in DVD collection. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I'd say that's DVD collections anymore, by the way. But you know what I mean. Well, you, people should do more than ever than ever. So you're not, uh, you're not governed by Netflix on what you can watch. Uh, because they'll they can know, put they something can just on take and it just away. take it away and then yeah. it's gone. Fucking annoying. That's well, fair that's, that's the thing as well. A lot of the well, like we're DVD players nowadays. Like nobody really has DVD players. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Built like your TV, uh, your ex- well, your Xbox, well, or your you PlayStation. Say that, but uh, the PlayStations or the PS5s, there's one. Uh, the, there's the, they're kind of premiering this digital edition one, so you don't put any discs in. It's mm. discless, so you just buy everything on the PS, uh, PlayStation Store. So again, they could take it away. So then again, they take it away, so you can't watch it. It's a bit movie. like Spotify and Deezer. Yeah. Like you pay for this music, but you don't own any of it. Same as books. They're all on audio books. So yeah. it's, all, it's all very... <laughs> We're getting 984, you can just be blacklisted at a moment's notice, and then it's it. So yeah, get physical media. <laughs> 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 So uh, that, another, thing, another thing if you do then it's it kind of more directly supports the artist yeah. they're responsible so yeah yeah okay okay <laughs> let's put away our fucking fire sticks <laughs> yeah let's let's get off the high horse anyway yeah so we're all in agreement it's a watch watch cool right Right, before we move on, uh, just uh, say that earlier we gave a shout out to people who maybe seen the movie, what they thought of it, and then again, Terry, cheers for getting in touch. He said, great choice, lads. Uh, looking forward to this one. Awesome soundtrack, which I mentioned. Um, I, I've not really spoken about it, but yeah, there's a Heart of Gold by Neil Young, but mm-hmm. said that really, really touching song. That's been pretty much been an earworm uh, since, uh, of mine since I've seen it. Uh, who sung A Beautiful Boy? Beautiful Boy is John Lennon, and, and he right. sings it. He kind of mm. says it more than sings it. Kind of speaks, right. sings it, sort of thing. That's a John Lennon song. Too. Was that just when to, they were at the song? I think I think it's inspiration for the title. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And I can't remember when it is in the film. Maybe he's talking the men or something. Oh, it seems, it it seems quite, spliced, yeah. Uh, yeah, it yeah, seems yeah. a quite delicate moment rather than being at an airport. No, but I was thinking like when, they were say, when he was saying oh, that everything on. <laughs> No, 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 no. I thought that was kind of. It's not that. I think it's like a father young son bonding moment. But mm. yeah, I, it was weird because when we first kind of see his room, he's got loads of posters and stuff like that, positives like that. If you name half of them, and you're like, okay, well, there's Nevada. Oh, there's yeah, Nevada, uh, there's Bowie. Yeah. And then uh, well, Bowie plays at one point. I think this is just the marijuana scene. 
Mm. Oh, there's Nirvana there. plays at one point as well. Yeah, yeah, Nirvana. Oh. Yeah. So like, that's when he's kind of like, there's a scene where he's like screaming at his dad's, he's in the car and he's just like, I'm pure moshing up. Yeah. That's not Nirvana. I don't think it's Nirvana. No. Uh, it's somebody else. But the, 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 there's, there is a song when Nirvana are playing. I think that's maybe where he's trying to find him in the streets. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was like Sister and the Devil or something. Uh, it could have been. Yeah. Uh, I, I that, that's the one where he's, he's like, Kurt Cobain's voice breaks during the song because he's screaming that much. And says yeah. that the Bobby song they play is uh, Summed in Vision, one of my like top five Bobby songs. Fucking love it. Anyway. You were right. Pardon you. No, I, no yeah, just I'm just about, about, <laughs> I was just about to say that point you said where he loses his voice, but. Right. Um, but it is quite funny because, mm-hmm. like, I don't know, I'm not going to say moshing out to whatever song is a bad sign, but you think that's kind of like, like, Steve Carell sees that as like really cute, but he, he might not know that he feels too much for that song even at a young age, or whatever yeah. songs they play, because, yeah, Steve Carell likes those songs, but it's like, oh yeah, I like Nirvana, but I don't feel yeah. like Kurt Cobain. But maybe, then, maybe it's a start uh, of like, I don't understand you everything about you anymore yeah yeah as I did before so. but yeah it's kind of like stuff like that it's like um, so you might have connected more to that song and that's why he shouts it but then he might just play it when he's doing dishes and he doesn't like you know it doesn't really feel like yeah. as much so yeah. I don't know I don't know if I'm head counting that but it felt like kind of like one of those little yeah I, I play uh, I regularly play uh, Chop Suey by Sister Wake up when I listen to I can't wait to see Rudy yeah. <laughs> drumming away those memes it's like oh I listen to gangs of music about like doing drugs and killing people and I'm on yeah. the bus uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you just say that you're like yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh that's my stuff okay <laughs> okay does Pick from the bag. The name we're gonna to have to name this fucker. We're gonna name the fucker. Name the fucker. The fucking bag. Okay, come on, motherfuckers. Name this fucker. Now we we'll just pick it. I, I I don't know. I actually googled Krusty bag reference. Simpsons bag. There's nothing. There's nothing. There's, there's, there's an episode where Homer Simpson wears. You know, uh, Americans have these brown grocery bags. Yeah, it's uh, an episode where Homer wears that and nothing else. Mm, <laughs> and okay. I thought Homer's grocery bag was a bit shit. No, so yeah, we're not. Well, we're still right, searching for oh, oh, bag. Right. Uh, come on, please, please don't fall on one. Please don't fall on one. Be Highlander. <laughs> it's Teddy again. Oh, fucking hell, Teddy! You're dear, all, all over this place. Mega shot versus giant octopus. Ah! Oh, you're fucking kidding me. Teddy, what's, the, what's all this then? What's all this then? Oh, shit. Have you, I, this is going to be brutal, but I think it's going to be hilariously brutal. We've we got to watch this together because this is going to be hilarious. Like, I, I agree. Oh, I okay. agree. So there you go. Mega Shark versus Giant Octopus. Is that you take a picture? I think I've forget. seen one of, oh, yeah, those, one of those movies before. It's like a shark versus a great crocodile or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Aye, it's uh, um, it's, shark it's, it's, oh, yeah. it's going to be Jaws on steroids, is it? I can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, the dog could be like a favourite monster. Yeah, let's do, that, well, let's do that. Like, uh, animal monster, not like Frankenstein. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I suppose real. Yeah, so what's that? Uh, shark or octopus? Shark so. or octopus, yeah. So it, it could be Kong, but it can't be Godzilla. 
type thing. Or it's, it's what? No, a fucking any. Can't be called. <laughs> nah. Any but, uh, fucking monster movie, I'd say this is going to be. But no, I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of with you. It's got to be. It can't be a mummy. Like, it can't be the mummy. No. But what's what's the film with the, the huge anaconda? It's got to be anaconda. It's got to be Jaws. Can it be yeah. what? Can it be arachnophobia? No, it can be arachnophobia. That's what I'm saying. That's real. That's real. All right. Okay. Like what? What dancing? Like it can't be. Yeah. It can't be um, alien or. Oh right, right, right. Non- yeah. Well, I was going to say non-science fiction. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, it can be science fiction. <laughs> Mega shark and fucking jack. Yeah, what would you put that under? Yeah, I don't know. But, uh, is that a fantasy violence? Or? No, it's not even that, is it? I don't know. I guess... The I f- think we're on the same page. And, uh, oh, yeah, we've got a lot of fucking options here. Mega shark versus... Mega shark versus... Crocosaurus or Mega Shark versus Colossus. Colossus. Malibu Shark Attack. Malibu Shark Mega Shark versus Mega Shark. Mega Shark versus Moby Shark. Moby Dick. Okay. Moby Dick even. Oh, sake. Okay. Oh, Mega Shark's got a fucking hour in here. Sounds like next week's going to be a lot of fun. Just was a lot of nonsense. Oh, just Eddie. I've expected some <laughs> shockingly bad scenes. Actually, I think after this episode, we probably needed. Oh, we oh massive, massive yeah. CGI invested. Oh, it was like yeah, we did Interstellar's sci-fi epic masterpiece. That this was just gut wrenching. Yeah, real films. This is, we need something so funny. We did. This is a perfect anecdote. So cheers, massive, and kind of it shows. This is us, is it? Well, we watch a bit of everything oh, I hope oh, we've yeah. done this justice it's a fucking harrowing film touch wood that none of us that Darren doesn't take meth and to go Brandon <coughs> short sleeves every time you come to my house now please and I'll be checking in between your toes <laughs> oh dear oh dear okay if you like what you're hearing <laughs> if you like your about toes don't keep it a secret tell a friend Tell an enemy search Krusty wherever you get your podcasts and visit our website anchor.fm slash Krusty's Nibble leave a voice message and tell me exactly how drunk Darren was last Friday <laughs> you might also want to look at our back catalogue and social media platforms but really we're on we're wanting voice messages that I can play over the, mm. the thing mm. next time thanks again everyone for listening for our first thousand downloads uh, great milestone for us um, I'll say goodbye Darren say goodbye goodbye last word to Tarek Bye-bye. <laughs>